or another. The name is Law Nation. Got breaking news, but it's not for the Cowboys. You know, life like this, I have wish raindrops will fall. <laughs> Yo, the Eagles done went and scooped up. So, they say Sue Fly don't bother me, right? Well, that fly is going to bother us <laughs> come Christmas time for your mind. Cowboys got to stand strong. You see, they went and got so, and we went and got ticked to the tack. McKinley, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, Cowboy Nation, stand tall. No need to fear. But the objective of it is to get bigger and better. Somebody, anybody, let me know what's on your heart. Your soul and your sinew. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Both teams had issues on stopping the run. It was reported that the Eagles had very, very much so dropped off on the ability to stop the run. So the first thing that they do was, hey, Lay so what you doing, man? Hey, don't you want to play with the green team? You know, and they signed him. It wasn't no long um, rehearsal. It wasn't no long conversation. It wasn't their fans. It wasn't their teammates talking about, hey, how much they respect Sue and how much they would like for Sue to play with them that can help elevate the team. Just like a thief in the night, right? <laughs> That's how you handle business. Thief! Stop! Thief! Come back! Thief! <laughs> that Howie Roseman, hey, man, can somebody throw some salt on that brother? He's slippery, you know? He can just slip right in there. He slips right in there, make a deal, put this guy in a green uniform, right? And now he will be able to play. Whereas the Cowboys, we will make national news. Breaking news, the Cowboys done picked up Tack McKinley. You know? <laughs> and, uh, that's just how it goes, man. Uh, it, it's one of those things where we still talking about wide receiver, right? We still mentioning James Washington, who... In his career, his most reception total, been 44 receptions, targeted when, when passer rated when targeted, been 83. So we waiting on James Washington, and we signed Antonio Callaway. Now, both of those moves, because I'm not finna pull my pants down and take a dump on the Cowboys. Both of those moves for the Cowboys, you know what I'm about to say, y'all. You know, simply because you don't have evidence that something does exist, does not mean that you have evidence that something doesn't exist. And what else? Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but right. there's also unknown unknowns—things we don't know that we don't know. We, we just don't know, man. This could be, you know. 
this could be, you know, <laughs> this could be a, a situation and scenario that Antonio Callaway could be the best way, right? He could work out wonders like Stephen Wonder. You may can't see it now, but down the line, it could work out, right? And Tack McKinley. <laughs> Let me see if I can get this out right, you know? Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know. He could be the second common of a Reggie White. You know, you just never know. It just could be that. <laughs> Y'all leave me alone, man. Because, Jerry. Damn act together. I don't like your attitude. Well, Jerry, you the one operating and running this team. Look, it's a race, right? And I, I would think that you would look down the line and say, hey, how can I get better shoes in this race? How can I make sure that I got better uniforms, right, so I can run better, make sure that my cleats are good, make sure that I got the proper tools. But what the Cowboys are saying is, hey, we don't need a car. We just need a horse. Yeah, we beat them old school, right? <laughs> yeah, the Eagles got sued, Mark, and uh, that's just what it is. <laughs> right now, the uh, situation with this would be, the Cowboys heading into this Vikings week, right? And there's been a lot of gray areas with this team. Is it talent or is it scheme? Is it willing to be in the, in the uh, study tape or pulling up the tape and be where you are at, the alignments and assignment? Uh, they, they said that even my guy Dante Fowler, he refuses to come down and feel off of a twist stunt. And for, for the life of me, Cowboy Nation, I'm not trying to beat my team up because I don't like the Cowboys, by the way. You guys can tell. I love the Cowboys. And when you love a team and you have strong adulations for said team, you want what's best for a team, right? So what we're seeing with our natural eyes is the Cowboys. They're looking back at this thing and saying, all right, you know, those losses that we lost, you can blame it on the quarterback. You know what? Those losses that we lost, you can blame it on the aficionados. Those losses that we lost, you can blame it on the fact that the defense couldn't stop the nosebleed. Those losses that we lost, it, it begins to continuing stacking excuses upon excuses. We are going into our third year with C.D. Lamb. Right, and he don't know whether or not if you got two high sweeps inside, you got a safety over the top, whether you take a dig or a post route. <laughs> what the truth? You can't handle the truth. And th this is the craziest thing. And I'm going to give a shout out to all of you guys that's been here banging on the table, banging on the table all offseason. You guys saw this before me. I've been the one, you know, shame on me. I've been the one saying, okay, you know, hey, we got what we got. Shame. 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 Law, I think we need to look at wide receiver, Law. I, I really think we do, Law. And I was like, well, hey, you know, they got Michael Gallup. They, they went and drafted Jalen Tolbert, right? Now we're going into a third year with C.D. Lamb. Of course, he would be better than what he was in his second year. Hey, we should start off better. Hey, Law, we need a wide receiver, dog. We should draft a wide receiver early, man. No, I'm team defense, man. Don't worry about that wide receiver. Blame me. Shame. Maybe, maybe that's what is going on. Shame. Shame. <clears throat> Psych. 
<laughs> I've been saying, look, man, we had these issues heading in the offseason pretty much. We've been talking about, okay, they got rid of Amari Cooper. A third of the fan base saying that he only he's a sometime brother, right? Sometimes he plays, sometimes he don't, right? I, I heard that from you guys, right? <laughs> but then we say, okay, you're going to get rid of him, what you're going to replace him with. We got a guy that's coming off of an ACL injury. What are we going to place him with, right? And a lot of you guys are banging on the table. Noah Brown, he's going to stand tall, step up. Well, he got foot issues, right? He's been banged up, so he's not up to 100%, right? And now you're going to excerpt him into the roster for more and more opportunities, right? And then a lot of you guys were banging on the table saying, all right, cool. Last season, the Cowboys had issues with the defense. What are we going to do about it? What if I told you guys, hear me out, hear me out, There's nobody's. There's nobody new on this defense. Yeah, we had Demonte KZ. One can argue that when he left, hey, it wasn't that much to cry over because you elevated Malik Hooker. Who else knew? They brought it. They brought back Jordan Lewis, of course, Anthony Brown, right? And then due to injuries, De'Ron Bland stepped in. And trust me, he's a rookie. He have to go through his groin pains. There's no shortcuts to success. But technically, the Cowboys got rid of Randy Gregory, elevated Dorrance Armstrong, had brought in Dante Fowler, and with a mixture of Basham, right? Those are the new guys. The only guy that I see that's really making his his area on stopping the run is Sam Williams, and he can't even get a tick. <laughs> he can't even get a tick on his team far as uh, uh, for them trusting him, right? They drafted a Damone Clark, right, who who had to go through surgeries and rehab and everything, and he got his first kick in starting last week, right? What is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results? What is that? What is that meaning there? <laughs> when the Cowboys win, it's Dak, but when they lose, it's the OC. Not biased at all. This is Raptor Charge. Appreciate you. All right, so... With that being said, I feel where you're going, but let me know what game plan is a logical one of you throwing the ball 46 times, right? And what game plan is a logical one of the running back who's averaging one, averaging 5.2 yards per tote, the backup running back averaging seven and a half. What logical reason to shy away from that when you are up by 14 points? I, I just need to know. I want to know. I got to know. You know, it's one of those things Whereas, at some point, yes, the quarterback is at fault with a lot of things, right? But collectively speaking, the offensive coordinator need to coordinate a little bit better. On top of that, Mike McCarthy, he can't get off the hook. Because with his knowledge and information of the game and his long stay in the NFL, at some point, the buck need to stop with him because he is ultimately the head coach. I gave this analogy many of times. It doesn't matter if you guys come over my house and leave the lights on or the water running. Excuse me. The light company or the water bill company will not charge you. They're going to come to me. Because this is ultimately my house, right? 
So that should be the same stay with the head coach. If things are going astray, if things are not settled in straightly, then the the buck need to stop with Mike McCarthy, right? That's why I was so angry. That's why I was so upset. Because there's no bead of information or thread of evidence for him to get mad to throw his headset down when he didn't see it in the physical form, right? He should have been sitting there saying, hey, kid, kid, I don't want to see another ball thrown over here. Run the ball. You know, that should have been coach. Sometimes coaches got to coach coaches. (laughs) Yeah, so that's just how it goes, Cowboy Nation. We live in a world in Cowboys land where we see the faults, we see the issues, we talk about the issues, and then we turn around and say, hey, it's for dog shit. And y'all did it with Tony Romo, right? We went through the group. We literally saw a coach that was incompetent, right? We literally saw a coach going through his growing pains, right? Law, do you have any real truth to that? We were still saying that Chase and Garrett were still learning in the year of 2017, 2018, 2019. Maybe, just maybe, he will learn. Dog it, how long he was in the NFL coaching at that point, right? <laughs> that was the craziest thing. But we, with the expectations, were to say, all right, Tony Romo can overrule the coach. He can somehow walk on water beyond the coaches. Stupidity. And then now we're seeing it even with this situation with Kellen Moore. We see the same thing. You're on the 11-yard line, right? And they go empty. Empty. While the Packers are in pass pro defense. Watch Kurt Warner uh, YouTube. He exposed that. No, Kurt Warner exposed himself. If he listened to his own tape, maybe he would have won two Super Bowls instead of one. Maybe he would have beat the Steelers if he go through his own information on how to throw the ball and go through proper raids. It's quite strange to me. Kurt Warner, if you look up all of his tapes and his analysis of quarterback play, it's only when the Cowboys lose that he want to do a film analysis and, 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 and reality checks of what the Cowboys should and should not do. When I seen Michael Irvin, who got more rings if y'all want to do validations on where the ball should have been, Michael Irvin, Des Bryant, a slew of other people, that broke down the same play and said that it was C.D. Lamb issue of running a post instead of a dig, but now it's, it's, it's the quarterback fault. And when you can clearly say that, yeah, he said, well, it, I, I assume, I assume, boy, sugar. That's why if he, look, Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer, he should have a million subscribers. The reason why some people sniff that BS out, that's why he only have 80-some thousand subscribers because he's talking a lot of BS. But that's the story of another day. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. It is what it is. Sue is old. Why you think nobody picked him up? Let's say. Mm. Well, 
That could that argument could be used for Odell Beckham, right? Oh, that argument could be used for a slew of other guys, right? <laughs> We've seen these things over and over and over again. Sue last year, Sue last year had six sacks from the interior. And he's a dog good guy against the run, right? The previous year before that, he had six sacks, right, from the interior. The previous year before that, he had five. This dude will generate anywhere from five to six sacks from the interior. So I, I get it, you know, he is long in the tooth. I recall, I recall this right here, Cowboy Nation. Hear me out. Calais Campbell. A lot of people are like, hey, man, he's over, man. He ain't going to do anything. Shoot, Calais Campbell been solid for these last four or five years when people said he's old, you know. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, the Cowboys better step it up regardless of who the Eagles get or what have you. But the race is the race. And the thing is, Old philosopher said, I would rather have them inside the tent pissing out versus outside the tent pissing in, right? So the whole ideology, if you look at our roster from from toe to head, <laughs> is he better than, let's say, can he give you more quality of reps than a Neville Gallimore, right? Right? When you shuffle the deck, would you show of hands, who would prefer a Tristan Hill over Sue, right? Because you got rid of Tristan Hill. Who would have preferred a Tristan Hill over Sue? Show, show of hands, right? Right? Let me know. So we as Cowboy fans, uh, uh, all, all through the offseason when I said, hey, man, you know, I would love to have a Roquan Smith, you know, when he was going through his contract disputes or what have you. And who would rather or prefer to have a Roquan? Does a Roquan Smith Make this team better. That's all I'm saying. How valuable is your second and fifth round draft pick when last year, you know what I'm saying, you talked about keeping your picks and the craziest of the craziest thing, we got our second round pick, the only one that's shining so far right now on a consistent level that the Cowboys are actually using is Trayvon Diggs. You can't name me the other second-round draft pick outside of the hopes that we, if we can finally see Sam Williams out there on the field, right? But we normally just sitting there, got all second-round draft pick out of KJ, <laughs> Kelvin Joseph, and we using him as a glorified gunner. No shade at, you know, the off-season thing, because I know people going to say, yeah, gunner, you know, law, you, you, you drinking with your words, right? But, yeah, he's a gunner. That's it. At this point, they sprinkle him in uh, during the, the, the Green Bay game. I think he get, had gave up a few plays there. They sprinkle him in uh, when a Anthony Brown went down the week before they gave up a touchdown. But what people are expecting from a cornerback is that they go out there already ready. You can't skip the growing pains. It was a blessing that Chadobia Awuzie got hurt. Trayvon Diggs rookie year, right? It was a blessing that we went off and moved on from Byron Jones. But in my mind, if 
Chidobi Awuzie never got hurt, they would have literally rolled out Chidobi and Anthony Brown, and we would have been still talking about, hey, Trayvon Diggs, give up the big play. Go back. Y'all go back and watch the tape. Trayvon Diggs, he's not the Trayvon Diggs as he is today, but he had to go through the growing pains. But what people want to do in Cowboys world is they want the Trayvon Diggs of today out there week one of their careers. Appreciate y'all for jumping in. Dallas GM makes me freaking sick. This is from Give Me the Drama song. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Uh, It's a a situation here. Let me pull that up, and y'all bear with me. And we'll set this up. Appreciate y'all so much for jumping in. Appreciate y'all for being part of this sauce right here. We're going to try to give you guys, you know. And I ain't mad at you. I'm just passionately talking right now. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at you. All offseason. I said, yes, uh, I would love to have a DK Metcalf on this team, a Tyler Lockett for them to go out there and exercise some of that, right? And I would love to bring in somebody now versus a, or a juxtaposed to later. You see, the thing is, when you are setting up your team, you want to get those guys in there early so they can be on the same page, so they can be in rhythm with the quarterback, so that things can work in perfect harmony, right? You don't want to try to scary and get things at the last hour. And I had to, I had some people in my comment when I said that, you know, Tech McKinley was the bottom of the barrel guy, right? And somebody said, no, law, on my comment. No, law, he's not the bottom of the barrel. Bull sugar. Bull sugar. Right? This dude will take, it will take time for him to get right, right? Because his resume is still the unknown. Well, what I'm saying is that there are known knowns and that there are known unknowns, but there's also unknown unknowns, things we don't know that we don't know. So it takes time, and it's going to take time. And by, by getting another defensive edge guy, and it better not be a situation and scenario where they say, well, when we grab him, we want to work him inside as a three-tech. No, if you go, if you want a three-tech, go get a three-tech. Don't get a conversion ratio, right? <laughs> but it's going to be hard for me to scratch my head to think, and I know depths is depths, but for me to scratch my head to think, to say to myself when he's going to get playing time. Because you got Basham, you got your boy uh, Sam Williams, you got um, uh, uh, Dorrance Armstrong, you have Dante Fowler. Unless one of those guys going to get the axe. Uh, so that's just how it goes. <clears throat> Blue blood. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. We got a super chat, man. Shout out to you. Appreciate you. Let me uh, read it out in a few. Joseph and Sue at eight and one, we don't want to win. Uh, Joseph and Sue, Joseph and Sue at eight and one, we don't want to win. 
decipher that a little bit more, man. I appreciate you for your super chat action. Appreciate you, man. Shout out to you last night for those who are watching. Callaway runs a four four one. Yeah, we got a guy that runs a four two nine. And we don't even utilize them, baby. We got a guy that don't y'all don't y'all know how fast you got to run to run a four two nine? Shoot. I have you got four quarters. You got four quarters in a game, right? And the Cowboys passed 46 times, right? Shoot, the football guys made sure, the football guys made sure the Cowboys didn't win that game because <laughs> of, of the stupidity. The, the football guys sat back on their thrones and they were looking down on all of their people, right? And they said, the Cowboys actually got a guy that runs a 4-2-9 and they don't even send him on a nine route, right? Bullet Bob Hayes was sitting like, come on, <laughs> this guy runs a 4-2-9. And you don't even send him on a clear out? You don't send him vertically? <laughs> Shoot, I don't care if you had, what's that guy uh, uh, from the Jets a long time ago? Was it Chad Pennington, the world's weakest arm in life? What That was his name, right? Was it Chad Pennington or whatever his name was? I don't care if you got his arm. A four two nine man, you can drop back and just and just close close your eyes and just sling it into proximity. The hardest you can throw it, <laughs> hardest you can throw it, and then at least the opposing team be like, you know what? They caught us, man. They caught us in a single high look, man. Hey man, hey man, let's just let's just pee out this dude literally. <laughs> uh, Chad Pennington, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, now y'all talk about quarterbacks with little arms. He couldn't throw the ball six yards, you know. <laughs> Chad, Pen- Chad Pennington drops back ESPN News. <laughs> uh-huh. 68, he had 68 power on Madden, and that's them trying to, trying to up him one, right? <laughs> Shout out to Chad Pennington. Hey, he was cerebral though. He he was very cerebral. <laughs> Boy, he had the weakest law. He got he had the weakest arm in the National Football League. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me leave Chad alone. What 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 college he went to? By the way, you know, shout out to Chad uh, for all of the Chad Pennington fans out there. So the Cowboys play against the Vikings, right? Not to beat up our Cowboys, not to say that this team can't go anywhere. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm echoing at all, Cowboy Nation. But what I'm trying to say is, let me see if I got it over here. Uh, what I'm trying to say is the race, and y'all already know, the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the mighty. It's to the heat that endures. <laughs> Enduring is what the Cowboys need to do. Right now we have the sixth seed, right? And there's no excuses in this business. There's none. There's there's zero. There's none. All of these guys, all of these teams that you see on this panel right now, their owners are billionaires, not millionaires. If they woke up with $5 million tomorrow, they would jump out of a helicopter and slice their wrists and neck before they hit the ground. I'm broke. (laughs) These are billionaires, right, that own these teams. And right now, the sixth seed is the Dallas Cowboys. We'll play against the mighty Seahawks. That could be a favorable game for us, right? But we still have to lock them up and play them. 
the seventh seed. Let me go all the way down to the fifth seed, right? The Giants versus the Tampa Bay. That's the situation there. It's good to see that three teams from the NFC East is in the mix. But I'm to this point. Believe it or not, let me hear this thing right here. Believe it or not. I don't want the number one seed. No, not after what I've seen from the Cowboys coming off of their bye. I don't want the slow start. I want us to figure out a way to get to the playoff, by the way. You know, I'm not finna do any of that thing, right? But what I want is basically, is basically this right here, Cowboy Nation, the Dallas Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys to, to operate like this. Hold on, give me one second here. To operate like this. Get in there hungry. Get in there ready to eat. That's how I look at the Cowboys. Yeah. <clears throat> this team is right now is not poised for a playoff run. NF play calling gonna cost us out of manium. Yeah. Um, that is a situation in a half for the Cowboys. We must figure that part out. I just don't want – I'm going back – I'm reverting back to what I thought of this team when we had Jason Garrett. I said, I said it this way. I don't want us to have the first round by or what have you. I want us to go in via the wild card, win a game, use that momentum to win another game. But before we even count our eggs before they hatch, the Cowboys must establish something this week. We plan against a team that got a phenomenal wide receiver, right? We plan against a team that got an unbelievable running back core and the way they handle things. They got wisdom on the defensive side. They are the seventh-ranked defense, the seventh-ranked offense. So you're talking about a balanced situation? They are very balanced. <laughs> they are very balanced right here. Guys out here, um, you know, help us or terrify us? I, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and help you. I'm going to try and help you attack. I, I think we'll see what happens with Christian Darasaw, their, their left tackle. There's questions of whether he might not play in this football game. A little concussion situation. That wouldn't yeah. be uh, the worst thing in the world if he doesn't play. I think he's been a beast this year. Let he me has. ask you this. Let me ask you this before we get into the detail, Brian. Yeah. The nitty gritty. After watching them, do you feel better or worse about the Cowboys' chances? I, I think I'm going to end up picking the Vikings to win this game. Well, gosh dang it. Well, gosh darn it. Can I, I raise my hand? Well, sure. You just did. I, I, so Brian Broaders is picking the Vikings to win this game. Uh, I don't think that when I pull up this race that we are in, right, by us being the sandwich, well, we're not even the sandwich now. We're not even the sandwich. We're on the bottom part. <laughs> by the Giants continually to win. Now, the good thing is about it is that we got a game up over the Giants because we beat them, right? But, you know, in a, few, in a few days, we'll play the Giants, too. And we got this little crazy stretch right now that we got to be efficient. We got to be, hung we got to be hungry. And it's going to be the war of the war that is called the war of attrition. You guys get what I'm saying? The war of attrition. And it starts now, believe it or not. We literally... The, fa the, the flavor of the, uh, the season is right now. 
When you know how when you cut it, you cut it, and you split that thing open, and you see if there's any red in the inside, right? <laughs> you got to keep cooking it, right? So we are in the into the thick of it right now, and we got to play our best versions of football right now because we don't have the liberty to relax. Other teams may, but we going to have the thickest part of our schedule. And what is that? Three games in 12 days. Let me repeat. Three games in 12 days. So everything that you thought of in the past, shoo, you got to any knickknacks. And if you can fool around in this game, rest of pivotal player that's on your team you don't have that luxury now why because you lost in the green bay packers game right you lost already to the eagles right and you lost to the bucks let me pull this up it's pivotal because all of the teams that i said minus green bay who's scratching clawing to get back into the thick of it on this particular list right here, the Eagles and the Bucks. So by these three games in 12 days, you got to figure it out. And news flash, everybody. Let me tell you. What the truth? You can't handle the truth. No one else would mention it. <laughs> Nobody going to mention, oh, the Cowboys had three games in 12 days. <laughs> Nobody is going to mention this, right? Nobody is going to say, hey, man, give the Cowboys a little break. This is the money grab for the NFL. Those three games in 12 days are going to generate more and more revenue and money to the National Football League than any other team that's going to play during this time frame. We're going to be more visible than any other team in these three games in 12 days than any other, than any other team in the National Football League. You can book it. The Green Bay Packers versus the Cowboys game was the most visible game of last week, and I believe of this month. Believe it or not, that game, we finna trump those numbers. The Cowboys are. And what do they like to do in those games? They're going to bring out their best aficionados crew. So if you think in your mind that if you was hosed in that previous game, shoot, you got to be razor blade sharp in these three games because they're going to screw. Not they're going to look at everything. I, I recall last year on Thanksgiving, you know, they wanted to make a point of emphasis on, on a few things. My guy, my guy barely touched Derek. Car. Roughing the passer. Michael Parsons. Don't y'all know that that few play, that one little play, damn near determined the outcome of the game. Drive extenders. But nobody would ever, nobody would never bring this up because they're going to say the Cowboys are just whining. The Cowboys are just crying about this and that. And the Cowboys don't do us no favors at all 
because they got a coach now that talked about the aficionados, and now the players talking about the aficionados. Halloween. Jerry Jones dressed up as a blind ref. Some of those officials are like, ah, ha, key, key, key. Some of them are like, all right. We'll hit them when it hurts the most. When the most visible ratings are there, we will hose them. Yeah, car fell into Parsons' knee. Yes, yeah, Spock, can, I, can you save me? And they called it on Parsons. I did raise my hand. Will you, will you call upon me, Professor? I, you know, the thing that I, th- I just feel like that there's, there's things offensively that are going to give the Cowboys a lot of problems defensively, and it's not just running the football. Uh, you know, if they find a way, the, 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 the way that the Vikings throw the football, you know, I think Kirk Cousins is, he's, he's prone to turn the ball over for you. Yeah, you bless him. But yeah. the routes and stuff that they run, the combinations, the way they get their guys open, Thielen, Jefferson, you know, uh, they, they, they do a really, really good job. Osborne, they do a really good job with the route combinations and then also finding space. Mm-hmm. And so there's so much crossing routes in that if you're playing man against them and you're chasing all day mm-hmm. or you're playing zone and they're running and they're settling down in the zones. And now they got, you know, with Hawkerson playing for them at tight end, he's a... Before he go into uh, the, the Hawkinson, this is Brian Broad is giving an objective analysis, so so don't beat the man up. Um, are we a better zone team or man-to-man team? I want to know from you guys, uh, are we a better zone team or man-to-man team? Because I got my thoughts on this. Um, I like us better in zone, believe it or not. I know we give up a lot of uh, underneath and we give up a lot of chunk yards on run. But I would prefer um, uh, uh, the, the, the actual zone coverages versus man-to-man. Uh, the, the big plays that was given up last game from Aaron Rodgers was on man. You know, uh, they were foolish. You know, <laughs> single high safety and you had your guy who was pretty much got walked over, right? But they went to man so with their mindset – so that the players can be a little bit closer and tight, right? So they can help alleviate some of the running situation. Yeah, definitely. Uh, D's pool, D pools. Appreciate you, uh, Sim. Sim's uh, zone. White says zone. Uh, Alvin zone. Uh, King zone. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, but it seems like Kellen likes man to man. Um, far as the – are you talking about Kellen Moore on the offensive side? We, we were talking about on the defensive side. So I can tell you right here, Dak Prescott on his reads, he throw the ball better when it's man-to-man coverage, right? We'll get Dak Prescott in fits and troubles, his zone coverages, right? Especially in the middle of the field when your wide receiver don't know when to cut flatten his route or to run a, or run a post, right? Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, zone. So a lot of you guys say zone. Uh, the front seven isn't hungry enough for man, right? If you're going to play that, like, <clears throat> let me break this down. Let me break this down before we uh, go and hit more of Ryan Broaders talking about this. Twist stunting is more of I don't, I, I can't beat my man. I got to gimmick my man, right? So when you see 
your boy inside, Big 98, and he's on a twist tunnel. He he moved from the A gap, right, to the B gap or A gap all the way through the C is because they're trying to be creative to free up someone to fill holes because they don't feel comfortable that my guy is going to weigh in and just move and power and bull rush him back, right? So when you see a lot of teams doing twist stunts or what have you, it's because I'm trying to gimmick my way into fabricating pressure. But when you line up, you know, under center and you go straight forward and you got two, two gap, two gap, you fill in a hole, right? Even if you're one gapping, you getting, you shooting upfield, right? The problem is with the Cowboys, if it's your turn to twist, and if you're not on the same page and you don't go feel, it's a, a, a glaring hole. Big. Uh, JP says, uh, hey, law, Eagles just got sued. It's going to be hard to run on them now. I was hoping to get him. Jerry needs to spend some money like he said he would do for another Super Bowl. <sighs> Not a check he wouldn't have cashed. Well, well, that's just lip services, right? There's no salary cap as it relates to coaching. And, and when you're talking about winning the Super Bowl, you got to go all the way in. You can't put your toe in the water, right? You just got to jump in there. <laughs> you know, sometimes, have you ever ran the bath water and it's too hot? And you just try, ha, ha, you know, just, just get in there, man. You're going you're gonna to sting a little bit. So you just slide it easy. And you just go like this. Ah! Slide in that tub, man. It feels good after a while. The pain. The pain of the burning sensation, baby. Burning off all of that dirt and minerals off your body. You slide in there. Ah! That's the best tub. you could. That's the best bath you can have, right? But when you're just playing around with it. <laughs> you know, and then you wait till the water get warm. It don't feel the same, you know. Just get off in that hot tub, baby. Get off in there, you know. Get in there. And that's what Jerry Jones is doing. And his philosophy and approach to the game, I would love to tell Jerry at the presser, hey, man, I, I, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I ain't the creator over here. You may outlive us all, but, man, you got more years behind you than in front of you, man. You might want to hurry up and be hasty a little bit with this, right? And that's just the reality of it. Uh, he was saying that he was he is not an amount of money that he would spend. Then prove it, right? I wish when somebody said when he said that statement, I wish somebody said, "Prove it." Get your damn act together. <laughs> that's what I wish somebody would have said, right? Uh, we got another super chat. Appreciate you, uh, Paul. Appreciate you. Dracaris. I'm so disappointed with the Cowboys front office. Jerry has been making some poor moves this season with the players they done picked up. Um, you got me thinking now. Off-season acquisition. Not the players that they drafted, but the players that they pick up. Give me a grade. Let's talk about this right quick before we hit play on the audio. And then y'all can use incomplete. Kevontae Turpin. 
What grade you give him? A, B, C, D, or F? Cavante Turpin. Average is a C, right? Or B is average. Yeah, C is average, right? A, okay. I'm just reading your comments. Man, y'all put it down. Sam says an A on Cavante, right? Off-season pickup for us, right? Well, he's a he's a dynamic threat on special teams, right? Who's another off-season guy that we picked up or during the season guy? Let's let's give the grade for Anthony Barr. Let's cut let's cut that one off. So I see I see where y'all head at with Cavante Turpins. Most of you guys gonna give him a B. All right, so Anthony Barr, A, B, C, D, F. Let me see where y'all at, man. See where y'all at. Yeah, yeah. Isaac Zig B. Noble D, Alvin C plus, okay. Bar D, okay. Who's another off-season deal? We only did three. Well, well, no, no, no. Okay, I got this other one. Dante Fowler. Off-season, right? Because I see where y'all hit it. Let's start Fowler right now. Five, four, three, two, one. A, B, C, D, or F with Fowler. Cause you can't, you can't get too mad at Fowler. He just he's right now he's a one trick pony. He can he can rush the edge. He's been he's been <laughs> sus a little bit on the run. Okay, he need more snaps too. Okay. I'm following y'all. I'm, I'm reading y'all. Yam, shout out to you. Stick says B minus. Uh, some people got to give incomplete on, right? All right, so <clears throat> James Washington, A, B, C, D, or F right now for James Washington, right? What y'all giving him? Huh? Elf, Elf, Sergio, Elf, <laughs> incomplete from Mr. Exxon. Shout out to you. I got some Exxon gas this morning, man. Appreciate you. Uh, elf, Elf, Elf. And, and last but not least, because he was an in-season situation, and that was Jonathan Hankins. I'm doing all of this off the top of my head, so I might have missed missed out on one, you know. Um. Jonathan Hankins, it's still too soon, right? We got at least you got at least have the man for three games. <laughs> this will be his third game, right? Uh, uh, so, but we'll just throw it out there for fillers. So, I mean, my guy, he he ain't wrong, you know. Uh, my guy Paul, he ain't wrong with this with this assessment. Like the Cowboys, at some point, as far as their off season situation and during the season, because because I, I truly believe. If the Cowboys were, were were really filling this team like they said they were, I would have put in a strong play for DJ Moore and a strong play for Roquan Smith. Those are the two that would have solidified the help on the defensive backside because I truly believe the front, you wouldn't have to twist them boys up so much 
Just rely on your linebackers to be linebackers. Get that. Get out of the big nickel so much because the big nickel works when teams are pass happy, juxtaposed to when they run happy because of size. Size matter. So I think that the Cowboys would have been better if they would have went all in for DJ Moore. Right. And Roquan. Warcron would have been oh Jason Peters give 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 a grade out for him I, I apologize I left out Jason Peters <clears throat> forgot about Jason Peter y'all grade Jason Peters before we hit play on this audio <laughs> A B C D E F G H I J K <laughs> okay all right uh, Jason Peters F uh, I, I'm hearing. I'm hearing that, uh, and this could be all smoke and mirrors, is that they're going to start Jason Peters at left tackle, slide my guy Tyler Smith back in at guard, guard, and roll with that. Is that a better situation for us? You know, is that a better situation? Peters C. I don't know, man. All right, let, let's play the rest of this audio. Uh, somebody says, yes, APJR, AP Jr., says that Jason Peters, Tyler Smith, is a whole lot better. Because Connor McGovern, man, come on, man. You know, hey, he, he's been okay, but, he, hey, he ain't, he ain't sustaining his interior that well, right? Drop that butt a little bit. McGovern, <laughs> McGovern, strike. He, he need to strike a little bit faster. McGovern, Tyler, Tyler uh, Biot has been okay this season. And Zach Martin, baby. He, Zach Martin is Zach Martin. But every, every now and then, you know, if it ain't, we not even mentioned Terrence Steele's name at all. Ain't that something? <laughs> Shout out to Terrence Steele. Dallas Dog, man, you about 10 hours late. <laughs> he says, breaking news. <laughs> Sue signed with the Eagles. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> But appreciate you, Dallas. Dog, you know, appreciate you. Factor, I mean, we saw him firsthand against the, you know, with the Lions. Had a good game. Had it, a really good game. Seems like he opened stuff up for them as well. Like, he, well, like Jefferson and these dudes are, because now you, they can stretch you in another way with the tight end that they were not able to do for the first part of the season. Like, Irv Smith was giving them virtually nothing before he got their hurt. Their biggest now they, weakness, you yeah. Say, yeah. Now they have They've a legit... to eat the middle. Yeah. Shoot. I, 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 would, I would love Irv Smith in this system, but we got... <laughs> shout out to him, Road Tide, right? <laughs> uh, Ir, Irv Smith in the uh, Viking system. Uh, he went to Alabama, right? I'm saying the right team, right? Irv Smith, yeah, right? In the Viking system, he is uh, he is our version of Peyton Hendershot, right? He's a vertical guy. But T.J. Hawkinson, that dude right there, I, for the life of me, I, I I don't know how the Lions just 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 gave gave him up. You know, <laughs> it's just a blessing for the Vikings to have T.J. because what it does, it alleviates. Y'all hear me? It alleviates some of the pressure. That was on 18. Now I I get it, you know, um, you know the guy already got a thousand yards, right? He's just unbelievable on how he, how he catches the ball or what have you. And I think he only got like 58 catches, but with a thousand yards already, and uh, about six touchdowns or something like that. And he just re- remarkable. 
in Adam Thielen is no one to sleep at, you know, or sneeze on. So by getting that tight end, helped that team out tremendously. A legit tight end to allow for Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen to to be even more open. So Yeah, Jefferson didn't play great against you last year. I'm just telling you what I'm seeing now. I, I watched him against the Dolphins, against the Commanders, and then this last game against Buffalo. It just it, it appears the the way that they this this coach, yeah. when you look at with with the way that O'Connell is calling this games, yeah, you know, we 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 talk about the how do you get receivers open? How do you run them open? How do you stress out defenses? Right. It's routes. It's route combination. You know, they, they've got a talented group. This was the Rams coordinator last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's off yeah. the McVay tree. Yeah, yeah McVay so, tree. He learned. I, I mean, he's a guy that knows how to get like well, Cooper Cup on linebackers all the time. Justin Fields or Justin Jefferson in, in advantageous matchups versus guys that can't can't stay with them. I I I think I figured out though when they go under center, right, and you're going to get motion, they're running the football. It's that that oh, might be wow. a little trigger to keep uh, keep an eye on. Because what they want to do, it's that McVeigh thing that we talk about. Get underneath center, run a run motion, kind of get your eyes going one like way. The jet motion, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now when y'all pay attention to the Vikings when they do that, um, <clears throat> we just got to be ready. <laughs> they're going to give you eye candy, and they're going to flip it around. And if anybody, the way that head coach operates. I think that some of the bigger blows of the Rams was not just for, by them losing out on Von Miller, but losing out on a guy that, that know how to utilize their weapons. And, and shout out to Cooper Cup. I know he's going to be out for about four or five weeks or what have you. And they've been bitten with the uh, injuries and things like that. But that's not our problem, right? But this just for, for reality's sake. We're going to see this, the eye candy, in this game. And I, I shout out to my guy, Scott Walker. I was listening to one of his episodes, and he was talking about, within context, dribbling with a purpose. And I, I and I, I like, okay, what he's going with it with this is when you run the ball, don't just forsake I'm going to run the ball out of shotgun or what have you. Or I'm going to do a jet sweep just because it's time for me to do it because I'm on the 30-yard line. And shout out to my guy, Koye. He, he said the tendencies of the Cowboys is they do a trick play when they hit the 30-yard line, right? <laughs> it's just how the Cowboys do. And when you go back and watch games, you realize, dog, fam was right. But going back to what Sky was saying, dribbling with a purpose, Meaning that, yeah, it's good that I can cross you over. I got handles, and I do got handles, right? Good between the legs or what have you. But if you're not moving, if you're not getting close to your target, and if the other guys are not getting free, if I'm yelling ISO, right? And if my boys, I'm dribbling, I'm, and I'm getting down there on the court, and if, I'm, if those guys don't spread it out, then I'm wasting movement, right? Right? So dribbling with a purpose is, Hey, I'm telling them, I'm holding up my finger. I saw they're getting out, and now it's one-on-one because that's the matchup that I'm trying to do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for those who are listening to me right now, 
We don't do those things with purposes. There's no unique scheme. Out of the 46 passes that the Cowboys threw last game, I can literally say that maybe 35 or 38 of those, I'm, qu- I'm quite sure that you guys will say, hey, Cowboys about to pass, man. <laughs> the Cowboys about to pass. The Cowboys about to run it here. You know, we can literally see when they do things. But what, what my guy said, hear me out. Don't shake me with the butter knife. What Brian Broder said is when they understand an emotion with the guy, it's going to be eye candy. Don't fall into the bait because I've seen the Vikings motion the guy. Kirk Cousins is under center. And all he's looking is, okay, if that safety takes two steps forward, I'm going to keep the ball, and we're going to just go drop back, and I'm going to close my eyes. And he's good for it. And he's going to sling it and say, to Allah, to Elohim. And Jefferson is going to reach, and he's going to pull the ball out of the sky. When you see that one-on-one coverage, when you see the undisciplined nature of said safety, if he's not going to roll and be over the top, and we're going to see a big play. We need to start dribbling, shout out to my guy Sky, with a purpose, right? <laughs> this is what we need to do. Marilyn, do you think Dallas can stop the run? Dracaris. Do I think... The Dallas Cowboys can stop the run. I don't think so. I definitely don't think so. Y'all, y'all see me, and, and I'm not hating on the Cowboys. I don't think that they can stop the run consistently because of two things. Personnel and principles. We are shoot me up, shoot me up, man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Shoot me up right here. Addicted to big nickel. Now what we can do is lean on the hopes that if we get up by two scores again and the opposing team abandon the run, right? We're not built to stop the run. We got a um, a, a linebacker, and, and people think that I'm picking on 55, but he's not built to shoot through gaps on a consistent level, right? He's not built to keep his jersey clean. To make sure that he don't, like, I seen literally that he engaged, right? Like, where they do that at? Why would you get, why would you get engaged, right? To try to force to disengage. And that is a step slow to get the running back down, right? We got to, and I'm not, trust me, I love my dog, man. But Trayvon Diggs, he's not built on a consistent level to come down and feel. 
He got a lot of factors in his mind. He's calculating the field, right? <laughs> it's hard to tell J-Rock, you know, hey, man, we need for you to sit out a few plays, man, when he's the heart and soul on some of the parts of this defense. But he's six foot four, 210 pounds, give or take, depending on whether or not he got certain pads on, right? So on a consistent level, it's a long story. No. <clears throat> it's a long story for me to tell you guys. I need 17 plays, 87-yard drives. This is from Sports Guru. Appreciate you. Recaris. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we need those. Law, if you look at our passing plays, uh, we had a terrible call. Um, passing plays. Yeah, we, we ran a lot of verts, man. And uh, there's not a lot of underneath stuff, right? It's not a lot. Um, Eagles doing all of the things, all of the right moves. We are just sitting by yet again. Um, <clears throat> well, when they picked up Robert Quinn, they celebrated, right? And so far, I think he only have like, uh, what, 40 snaps? <laughs> so far with the Eagles, or well, less than 40. And three tackles, right? So we just find out, man. And uh, it, it is for right now a feel-good story for Sue. But like I said, he'd been in nobody's training camp. Not to undercut it because I would have been doing a film analysis right now about Sue if he was with the Cowboys. I'm not going to be that guy. But it's a wait and see, right? We'll see whether or not he is ready for that movement, right? To play on the Eagles, to get him a number, a jersey, a helmet, and things like that. And we'll be looking. And I'm not wishing any ill will on the man. You know, soft tissue issues be a thing, right? That's a real thing. But it's a good pickup for them based off of his past. His last time he played in a, in a football uniform, about to say Cowboys uniform, but a football uniform, he finished the season with six sacks. When was the last time the Cowboys had an interior guy to finish with six sacks? When was the last time, yo? You know, y'all need to let me know. And I'm not hating on my people, right? Uh, Law, do you think we use some of the same defensive schemes versus Vikings? They were uh, used against uh, the Rams. Thoughts, uh, do we use the same defensive schemes that we use versus the Vikings uh, that we use against the Rams, basically? Um, People shanked me with the butter knife when I said that Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. People said, no, nah, Law, you crazy. You out of your mind. You know, he Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, he's not a bad quarterback. You put Kirk Cousins, and I said this last year, you put Kirk Cousins on the Rams, shoot, he probably have him a ring. So when y'all said, you know, whatever that, that, that crazy, that crazy meme was or, or meme was of uh, Dak is the black Kirk Cousin. I was like, why, why people get mad at that? I mean, with a blind resume, right? Now, let me pull up Kirk Cousins. <clears throat> because last year, 
His numbers were pretty good. And he didn't have the number one defense last year. This is last year's stats. 4,221 passing yards, 33 touchdowns to seven interceptions. You put that on the, the Rams last year, they probably won, win the Super Bowl still. But so many people are fixated on shaming the man and talking bad about the man that they think he's trash. I, I, I had it to the, the, the degree last night that somebody was saying, hey, man, Dante Culpepper is better than Kirk Cousins. You know, I'm like, nah, go back and watch the tape. Look at his completion percentage. Look at his yards. Look at his touchdown to, to interception ratio, et cetera, right? But Kirk Cousins, he's a, he's a guy that can sling it around, got a good arm, right? But you got to put pressure on him. I think he will fold from there. You put him around a good defense, shoot, he would start shining. They 8-1 and one for a reason. They got good defense, ladies and gentlemen. Let me see if I got their defense up right quick. Y'all bear with me. Bear with me. Hell Mary. Run quick, see. Let me pull up the Vikings. Got good defense. I think they're seven overall. Seven. Good defense. Good offense. Fourth overall. But, to, Drizzy, to answer your question, play zone. Don't give this man the opportunity to have one-on-one to the outside to, with these wide receivers. Don't do that. <clears throat> they did have some good breaks, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Crawford, Jason Hacker, you know, Ratliff. I think Crawford, he had 5.5 sacks, right? But look how far we got to go back. David Irving, yeah. <laughs> look how far. <laughs> Aaron Pitt says maybe Edgewan Woods. No. Law hated on Sue. No, I ain't hated on Sue. Uh, I am awake. <laughs> you know, uh, shout out to you, Tricks. Shout out to you. Happy Thursday. Titans winning tonight. Let's go, Titans. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got shots on the line for that. Uh, J-Run is built, isn't built for Mike Linebacker. It's for Moogie. Yeah. J-Run, J-Run Curtis is built for a safety. <laughs> That's what he's built for. But he's playing a great job at, as Big Nickel. But what you want to do is, if you get in the, you're playing against a run-heavy team, you might want to switch that up out of there. That's all I'm saying. He keeps washed out a few times. Leroy Glover. So it's been a minute since we had. And then if you really look at their stats, like Tyron Crawford, he will have 5.5 sacks from the interior. Then the next season, he'll have two or three. <laughs> he wasn't like a consistent level. And what I'm saying out of Sue, let me see if I can pull Big Sue up right quick. He had six, six in 2021, six in 2020, pandemic. And then 2019, he had three. I think he was injured that season. And then 2018, five. You know what I'm saying? 2017, five. Uh, 2016, well, the thing just taking forever to load. I think, yeah, I think you don't go that far back. But what I'm trying to say is six in 2016, right? On a consistent level, he's going to give you five to six sacks from the interior. Right, and then he's hellacious uh, stopping the run. So I don't know what he looks like coming off of a non-training camp. It could be two things: either he can be extremely fresh, or he can have some of these situations where it's uh, a nick and a knack here, right? Soft tissues issues, right? 
But let's listen to more what they have to say. Full exactly, speed at the, the snap. full speed at the snap, kind of stuff. trying to get your eyes yeah. distracted. That's what I'm saying. They're they're very distracting when it comes to the running game, and and that's something that I feel like. But you know, I mean, I was expecting like Adam Thielen to be like every oh, it's always you know, no, he, I mean, he's part of what they do. Right. But Thielen, Jefferson, Osborne, I mentioned it. Osborne I mean, those guys, all of those get involved. All those guys get yeah. involved with the tight end being involved as well. How now, much did you notice the the play action it's and big. then it's big. Boot, boots with them out the of the boots, getting Kirk the Cousins waggles. out of the, pa- yeah, out of the pocket? Yeah, the boot, the boot run. It's the same. It's similar to what you see with the Cowboys, trying full full flow going one way and then bring it everything going back the other way. Flood concept. So, yeah, yep. that's you know that's something you have to keep. Uh, I, I, you, were, you guys were right about because I was thinking about Dalvin Cook and then Alexander Madison. You know, when you know, one wears number four, the other wears number two, and there's those single digits, and you're kind of like, there's no difference. No, they look very similar. I mean, the but the, I'll tell you the thing about that I worry about with Dalvin Cook is the run starts inside and he bounces it. He's really, really good at getting to the corner of the defense. He's kind of undersized, so you lose him in the middle shorter. of the line. Don't let him get that corner, though. That joker would bend it. That Cook may look at the Bills game. That joker would bend that corner. And then, Shorter. boom, he can bust it out the on you. The explosiveness that he plays with on the outside, I think, is is good. And they it's throw good. him the ball. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the, and out he's of the a back receiver. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and Madison looks – he was number, like, 26 or something for yeah. many years, and now he's number two, and it just makes him look so much, like, more physically they, intimidating. He look, 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 Madison, you know, Boise State guy, you know, uh, I, I think that – if Cook get off of that edge, and we got a guy by the name of Donovan Wilson, if he's able to square up and hit him, and I'm not wishing any injury upon Cooks, but he ain't going to want to get back in the game. <laughs> and y'all know the reason why, because he will. Where's Viking Jerome at, man? Viking Jerome, we need him in the house. But y'all get what I'm saying, Cowboy Nation, is that this team got to be prepared to stop the run on the edge. Looks huge. But he's a good downhill runner. He is. No, it's a, that, it's that, a heck of a backfield they that's, have. That's what their team does. But you're, you're, you're absolutely right, though. The way that these two backs come at you, I think it's a little bit different. I think there's more explosiveness from these guys. When I, I mean, ex- they are. like it looks like things are closed down and then all of a sudden they're to the outside. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, they see and they're like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm you know, about to be tackled and all that. So I think it's going to be a challenge. Now, defensively, though, I I look at this defense, and I'm going to say this. I think you could attack Patrick Peterson in this game and get away with it. I really do. I think that teams, I think there's ways now to, and there used to be where he was one of the better, you know, travel with, shut down kind of corners in the league. I think he's lost a little bit there. And I mean lost a little bit with the fact that, when you watch people run routes on him, you can spin him. You can get him out of position. So if I'm the Cowboys, you know, I'm kind of looking at their at their, you know, I know they got a rookie uh, Evans like starting on the others. Oh man, I, I think he had what three interceptions for the seasons for the season. Um, he got 40 targets, 22 receptions are allowed. Let me see passer rating when targeted, 63. Uh, 11 stops. I don't pay attention to the grading system, as you guys can tell. I don't care about all of that. I don't care about all of that. Don't do it, man. Don't, don't, 
Remember I told y'all about that dog? Let that dog be on the porch, man. You know? <laughs> Let that dog sleep, man. And, and I get it, man. Uh, Joseph says, hey, Patrick Peterson is just a name now. Josh Allen said, yeah, he just a name. What, what did Josh Allen do to him? <laughs> he drops back. You know, look, look somebody says, Saul says, let's, let's test the theory, right? It's a... <laughs> All right, man. All right. So you could try them, you know. That's why I was like, on Zaya Alexander, you know, of course, CD Lamb won on some of those things. But the NFL, he had two picks last week. Stop pushing the goalpost law. What you mean, yams with the Z? Yams, what you mean about that, man? Like, what, how am I moving the goalposts? <laughs> like, that dude, like, Y'all acting like he chopped liver. Y'all think that Patrick P P P Peterson is chopped liver now, you know? You know, what, what, what do you mean, yams? What you mean, you know? <laughs> yams. <laughs> Choctaw, Montana, what's up? Hell no, you hate Dallas front office, bro. Yeah, shout out to you. <laughs> Peterson will be, be tested. Yeah, I think that they the Cowboys will test him. But hear me out. Hear me out. If Dak is rolling out to the edge and he got 10 yards, he can run it. Or if he got 15 yards, he can throw it to Noah Brown or whoever the other wide receiver is. Go get the 10. Go get the 10. Don't test Patrick Peterson. Can, is that a middle ground, y'all? Can I, can we get to that middle ground, right? <laughs> that dog don't bite. Would you prefer the 10 or would you prefer the 50-50 chance that if Dak is rolling out, he see his receiver, he's pointing at the receiver. Should he get the 10 or should he get the possibility of 15 and the receiver shakes it off on P P P Patrick Peterson? To get 20 or 30 yards. Hmm? Get to 10. <laughs> man, get those 10 yards, man. Live the fight another day. And then when you get the 10th yard, get out of bounds, right? Use those legs, right? <laughs> Side. But I'm Patrick Peterson is a guy, don't be afraid of that. It, it, to me, that's the name. It's just the name right now. You know, he had a couple interceptions a game, but he's he's one of those guys that drops off in coverage. We talked about Alexander last year, that or last week, that kind of guy that drops off. But man, he he's a guy that I saw people go at, and I don't think that's going to be a problem. He made foot. a big play last week, but yeah. he, those are more and more I, rare. The games I watched, especially the Dolphins game, they did a great job, and the Dolphins have got really good receivers. It's not you know, Waddle. No, man, come on, man. <laughs> You know, man, come on, man. You, you got Waddle out there. You got Tyreek Hill. Come on, man. Like, like I'm not, I'm not dogging all wide receivers, by the way. But come on, what we look like right now with uh, Waddle and uh, Tyreek, you know, or somebody gonna say his thing. You know, we gonna look the same, right? Hill <laughs> and those guys, but they were able to spin him around and get him off balance and things like that. I kind of like the opportunity to maybe go at him. They've got two legitimate pass rushers, by the way. They, the, the, Daniil Hunter, 
is a legitimate pass rusher, yeah. and then Zadarius Smith, Smith is actually. Yeah. And what they do is they stand them up. So you're going to get two down linemen. You're going to get two down linemen, and then these two rushers just stand up. And what happens is they both have a really good feel for how to rush up the field, dip Roll the shoulder, time. and then get flat real quick. So that's going to be a problem right there. I think their best linebacker is Eric Kendricks. Uh, you see him. Sure. Around. You see him. Kendrick is a is a um, sideline to sideline guy. And, and and for those who are out there, I think we had the personnel. I think we were more exuberant. Uh, we tried Patrick Peterson before. Who remember when he was playing with the Cardinals, I believe, and and, and we we worked him a little bit, right? When he was, I think it was. 2017, or it could be 2016 when we played against Patrick Peterson when he was on the cards that year. We worked him a little bit, but that's a story of another day. Around the ball quite a bit. Harrison Smith as a tight end, I think there's a little bit of slipping going on right there with him as a player. You know, so you yeah. think the tight ends could play well against him? I think him? the yeah, tight yeah, ends yeah. might be able to get something going against Harrison Smith again. I, I, I just don't, I don't see... Him and Patrick Peterson, veteran-type guys, kind of feel like that that might be the, the path, the best path to victory if you're interested in throwing the football. But they're a little bit banged up. Dalvin Tomlinson's banged up banged a little up, bit yeah. right now. But these, these, these rushers, when I talk about like Hunter and Smith, I think those are the things you kind of have to have some concern on up front. Smith, but before they go into details, man, I looked at some tape on Smith. And... When he's hot, he's hot. Cold, cold. He got four INTs for the season. Four of them. And he's one of those guys that you have to be mindful of, you know. Look, just don't just don't look at these guys from what my guy Brian Broders is saying. I want you guys to go trust the tape, go purchase the all twenty two, go go pull up even if you want to watch just the highlights, just go to YouTube, type in Harrison Smith, what he did this season, right? Dude got four. <laughs> he got four ints, and and if your if your safeties is if your uh, tight end is, is, is lazy on their routes, and you talking about getting bumped off here and there, shoot, <laughs> and he can come down and feel, man. Um, the disrespect for C.D. Lamb is getting like Dak. This is uh, Coach Marv. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Coach Marv, like Coach Marv said, the uh, disrespect for CD Lamb. This is the problem with CD Lamb. They want him to be a veteran already. He's his third year, so he's in that middle place before he gets to his fourth year. Uh, it, it normally takes three years to do a proper evaluation of a draft pick. And this season is far from being over with. And for a majority of like five games, he didn't have his starting quarterback with him. So there are things that he still got to go through far as growing pains. And the problem is with it is that we need something now. The other part of it is he, need, he needs help, right? Like we're like literally the Vikings team is already loaded. They didn't really need a T.J. Hawkinson. They wanted him to help. So what the Cowboys do, we wait, we wait until we need instead of just filling in the want or vice versa, you know. 
Like, that's what I'm saying with this. And, and we can clearly see, just like my guy, uh, Boss Cowboy, pointed out, that Gallup, he jogged on some of his routes. Right? Go pull up the all 22, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Growing, still some growing pains with this team, with the concepts, with all of those option routes. Right? Read routes at the top of the, uh, at the wide receiver top of the route complicated concepts whereas I like West Coast system short routes underneath routes get the ball out quick make the team play use your passing game as running game as necessary I would love for us to adapt to adapt some of those concepts and principles the only time we pass underneath is a tunnel screen that a third of you guys will be yelling out they finna pass the tunnel Y'all see the play before it happened, right? Y'all be seeing the plays. Y'all be like, I, I be reading some of y'all chats in the sideline. Look, they finna do a tunnel screen. They finna do the bubble. Here goes the smoke, you know. There's <laughs> not a lot of creativity. Now, where I do give Kelly Moore a little nod to it is that he's a collector of plays. So he will scoop up a few handful of good plays. But nine times out of ten, we are running a vertical spread offense. It's a vertical offense. We don't have uh, predetermined drags underneath. No necessary uh, slant routes, slots, uh, 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 slot receiver, uh, getting the ball in the backfield. We don't have those uniqueness, you know, outside of uh, a game when we was forced to have three tight ends out there. Smith leads the league in pressures, and yeah. uh, the guy who is second has ten less pressures than Smith does. Jeez. Wow, he, he's been he's been the real deal. Terrible. Good eye, bad eye. I'm putting in the call. This is the week we get the Turpin time score. Fast track, and I think that they're a little susceptible on the returns. Yeah, the, the kickoff return stuff was not very good for them the other day, and but right. I was worried about that thinking because the cold weather game, the ball didn't get all the way to the end zone. But we'll see about that. It's a good call though. Good call from Dale, man. That uh, that was 105.3 the fan. Here's their YouTube page where I got this content from. Brian Broder scouts the Minnesota Vikings on the G-Bag. Shout out to them and all what they do. So if you click that YouTube link, you can watch the full episode. It's about 20, well, about 10 minutes long, and you guys can can get to talking about that. All right, so what we're going to do here is we're going to open up the fall lines. Since it's Thursday, let me put my phone number up top. Y'all bear with me. Phone line. You can see it at the top of the screen. Let's go. 657-390-7391 is the hotline, baby. One of the mods, if y'all could do me a huge favor. There you go. Shout out to you, Jay Lombardi. Automatic with it. Here we go. Come on. Yeah, I saw that uh, Stephen Jones, uh, not Stephen Jones, Stephen A. Smith was on 105. <laughs> Can't have a long, long conversation. There are six participants in the conference. About six of y'all in there already. Oh. Please announce yourself. Let's get it. Y'all have your points, counterpoints together. 
uh, let's try to have a few of them, but not all of them, right? Uh, just be re, uh, be remindful of other people that need to jump on that want to get things off of their hearts. So let's keep it down to about two minutes or less than two minutes, if possible. That would be a plus. Let's get this thing going. Uh, DC for life. I got my guy Darius with the two one four. You are live, Darius. What's good? Well, I got one question for you. What's good? What's with are you? Uh, are you still team Mike McCarthy? After what I seen on Green Bay night, man, um, he gonna have to re he gonna have to re earn my trust, man. I I, I lost <laughs> all trust in that man. I lost all trust. It, what they say, it takes a thousand years to build trust and one second to lose it. And by him <laughs> refusing to stand tall to get his young offensive coordinator to sit down somewhere what made me be so angry at Mike McCarthy I reckon this game as if though it was a playoff game mm. so he's, he's gonna have to rebuild my trust man yeah, I ain't sold on Mike now man I, I said I'm, 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 I, ain't, I, I told people I said man that's why I asked you guys if your team Mike McCarthy put M.M. Put in the chat if you're not team Mike McCarthy, because I want to keep these numbers going. If you're not team Mike McCarthy, put NM in the chat. But he's losing my trust, man. He gonna have to. He had to. He got to come out hard this game. But go ahead, baby. What you got? He <laughs> got what that boy said. You got to be hard from the start. You got to have hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some people don't know about that. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I, I can't I say know, the rest of I it. Just, I know. Is that a, is that a pot? Is that a pot reference? Mm 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 mm. Somebody put what reference that is in the chat, so my boy Darius know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. But but no, he yeah. I'm just trying to tell you, he, he showed himself again, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many, how many, how many times? How many times he gonna have to show us who he is until we believe him? Yo. Uh, you know, that's all I was trying to tell y'all. But hey, other than that. We uh we, we seen the dark side of Law Nation, man. Oh yeah, man. We, See, yeah. We, <laughs> we, seen, we seen the dark side of Law Nation. He done got coconut water, and and you was bro. The crazy part is you was calling the game to perfection. You you told you said, hey, why why are we in uh run defense when on fourth and seven? And then sure enough, they threw it down the middle. And then another time you was like, wow, just call shotgun. In um, in mm. a collar draw, and they, and they and they did do it, and then he was like, "Any mother with a third grade education, go." <laughs> I turned it to my coach, man. If I coach cuss you out, hey, hey, hey. I, I, one time I made a mistake. I said in the front, right? Coach was cussing. Yeah. And uh, I said, Coach, man, you spit on me. He said, Eminem, if you, maybe my spit will make you better, you know? You <laughs> <laughs> greatness coming at you. And I, I, he, hurt my, he hurt my heart, man. I ready to swing on coach, yeah. man. <laughs> That's how I was, man. Yes, indeed. No, bro, that was hilarious. hilarious I was laughing the whole man. time, but that, that's all I was calling. <laughs> man, I appreciate you calling in, man. So uh, you, you, that's all you wanted to know, whether or not I'm Team Mike McCarthy, Big Mike. Hey, huh? hey, <laughs> hey, hey, that's all I wanted to know, Cliff. Because I'm trying to tell you, hey, he ain't it. I'm letting you know right now. Well, 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 he ain't it. Yeah, he, he, can't, he can't show you nothing else. You, you done seen it all now. <laughs> he, hey, I, I, listen, the only thing... The main thing I want to see from him 
It's two playoff games. We brought him here, right? Because he, because his Super Bowl credentials is high and mighty, so amazing. Super Bowl credentials, and I know what I'm doing. I've done this for fifty years. Oh, okay, mm, show us. Yeah, show me the doing, money, man. Yo, come on! I need two playoff games. I don't want to hear all that other shit you talking about. So you, I need two playoff games. That's there it. is you, 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 you said a mouthful, man. I appreciate you, fam. Good call from you, man. All right. <laughs> Yes, indeed, man. Good call from Darius, man. Uh, James T says, uh, how they let the Eagles get sued, man. <laughs> Is this Eve on our radar? You know, uh, bro, come on. Yeah, I feel you, man. Fatality. Yeah, it's one of those things, yeah. man, that they, they went and got to do. And uh, we'll find out what shape he will be in. But it is what it is. All right, let's move with uh, my guy Aaron. Five six two, you're live. Yo, 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 can you hear me, love? Man, I, I can hear you, fam. Talk to me, Chief. Ah, uh, man, how you doing today, love? All is well. All right, for sure. I got a quick question. What's, what's the news on Anthony Brown? Are we still gonna throw Joseph? Over? I think they're gonna move Joseph. Uh, he's still in uh, concussion protocol. I don't think he even practiced today. So if he didn't practice today on a Thursday, I definitely don't want to see him out there on a Sunday as a DB. Mm -mm. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Sam, uh, D-Law, he was limited in practice today. I don't think he he had a full full, uh, day in practice today. Um, Anthony Barr, he was limited, I believe. So... I don't know what they're going to do with Sam Williams on the edge, though. But we'll find out. I hope he get the starting role in this. Yeah, man. Okay, so the injuries are lost, but... Man, where you at? In the wa- you in a wind tunnel somewhere, huh? On the golf course. Yeah, man. It's windy out here. But I appreciate you for calling in, Aaron. Thank you, man. Indeed, love. Indeed, love. Yeah. Shout out to him, man. Um... Good call from him, too, by the way. Um, it is what it is. Let's do this. I got my guy, my coach from the 803. Coach Marv, you're live. Hey, what's going on, Lo? How you doing, brother? All Good is well, to Coach. Talking to you. Appreciate hey, man, you. I just wanted to – I just you see my, see my, uh, my uh, super chat, man. And I, and I think I had to send the super chat because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is really it, – it, it's a groundswell on this. I hear we talk about, we say we want him to be a leader. Mm-hmm. If this was any other receiver that put up these numbers these last two games, we'd be gushing. Yeah. But it, for him, it's almost like that. you got to be perfect. Lamb, if you ain't perfect, yeah. that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Anybody else? If you put up... It, Tell me how many receivers in the, in the league yesterday, put, last week, put up 150 yards and two tubs. Not many. Not many at all, Coach, <laughs> on that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, 11, 15 targets, 11 mm-hmm. catches. So we really saying he is to, for if, if we say if he did, if he caught those two balls, we saying we're talking about a, a mega game. But a good game is not a good enough. Not not with Lamb because what they're doing with Lamb is they're not comparing him to 
to like any other wide receiver. It compared him to okay. like uh, Justin, Jamar, Waddle, and uh, and and Tyreek. They compared him reason? to all of those guys. Mm-hmm. For what? For what? What reason? Th- that's just how the cowboy. You know, that's just how this fan base is, man. This is how it is. This is what I'm trying to figure out. So, if that's the case, you're gonna always come up short. Exactly. Right now, to be fair to C.D. Lamb, he's having a similar year of A.J. Brown. He's having a year. He's he's starting to get on the pace that that you set at the beginning of the season. Lawrence. Right. That's why I don't understand why you're not really hype on this because he's, as I told you, when he when he got when Dak has got his third game, got his fourth game, yep. and then he got some rhythm. Last two games. 22 targets, 16 catches, right. 227 yards, and three touchdowns. Yep. That's impressive. It is. Especially what he did last game. And, and and then on top of that, what I'm trying to say this too, Coach Marv, is I, I do look at the kind of caliber of DBs he planned against. Uh, and one being J- Zaire Alexander, he's no one to sneeze at, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for him to keep him in a blender and things like that, put him in a blender, uh, was remarkable to me. Now, what I look at out of CeeDee Lamb is I, I, just want him to, I just want him to excel, but I know he can be even better. If he had an extra help on the opposite side, I know it. I, I know it. For, for, for what? For this right here, Law, I'm telling you, I'm telling you with this game right here. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to do too much better. What we think, going to have 20 catches, to 25 catches, 220 some yards per game? Those are not realistic numbers. This, this when you have 150 yards in the in the game, and your quarterback two feet, you have a majority of your yards in the game, and you and and you have you have two touchdowns, and you have explosive plays, you have third down plays, and it's like you said against another guy. If this was somebody else, we'll be gushing. We would and be. I, and yeah. I'm not saying. And I'm gonna say this real quick. I'm not saying. And listen, and do not get me wrong with this. Yeah, but it, it changes. It comes back around. The same thing I said by McCarthy. Now you trying now we probably you trying to jump on board. I've been on that McCarthy is not the one list, you know that. But anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> McCarthy just need to move his weight around better. Maybe I I would appreciate it more if he sit Kelly Moore down. I, I get it for the antics. He can't he can't show up his coach on the sideline. But at some point we need to see like he did call him out after week one, right? And said my coordinator need to play my coordinator need to be smarter. I hope that silently he said that to Kelly Moore again. He he should say, Hey, remember what I said after week one? <laughs> Well, you don't put like that. Say this right quick. If it's ever a situation like that, you have to do that. That means you ain't that you're not a head coach. Ooh. If we ain't even talking about you, got to do that type of stuff. Ooh. That should already be established already. Ooh. Anyway, what I want to say about yeah. with CD Lamb, I, 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 we just want him to continue to be aggressive thing. And as I said, I'm not saying Mark Cooper wasn't the, no Mark Cooper wasn't the number one receiver. To me, Mark Cooper was on and off, on and off. On right, and right, off. right. But. I, and just like in that show in the Cleveland, we yeah. was gushing over him in Cleveland game with the Monday night game, and then the next game, next week, three catches, three targets. So, so let me ask you this though, Coach Marv. But that's that's. I ain't gonna ask you this. But let me ask you this though. 
Is CD Lamb still developing as a number one, though? Fast. He's really close. Matter close. of fact, the last two games is number one receiver edge. Number one receiver numbers. Yeah. You ain't get no better than that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. What, if you can get better than that, you're talking about 200 yards. Right, 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 right. How many people doing that in a game? Yeah. Yeah, you're not not many, not many, not many wideouts unless your name is Tyreek or. Fifteen targets, fifteen targets, catching eleven. Yeah, yeah, but I, I appreciate you, Coach Bay. You, you, you are so on the money with it. But, yeah, he catching eighty, but but we we gonna we we hold we gonna hold his feet to the fire though if he if he fool around and um and Dak Prescott target him and he's supposed to run a dig and he go post, but you know two CD Lamb defense. Just take out the read. Check take out the option routes, though. Just take them out. Or, or these are one of the growing pains. Are, are you a fan of the option? I don't think y'all see it, Law. Talk to me, Coach. Talk to me, man. I don't think y'all don't see it. We're doing the same thing to CD Lamb that they do to Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is the only quarterback they scrutinize every throw, and other quarterbacks make the same mistakes. CD Lamb made a mistake. I guarantee you got other people that made mistakes and got caught and got interceptions. I'm a, I'm a little back at it, though. We are holding, we are holding, CD. if we go hold him to the fire and say, well, he made a mistake, well, he made up for the mistakes. Because he went and got him another touchdown after that. Yeah. We'll see, though, Coach. Uh, we'll see, though. I just want. I just think that this option route thing, maybe maybe this is a necessary evil, huh, Coach? Do you think that they're getting rid of it now? Yeah, and then by the time playoff, we'll be ready with it? <laughs> yeah, the option route is being used, being used, being used, being used against the Cowboys since last year. And, and, and what the option route is, that's why teams are doing a lot of disguising because it, it's a, that's, the, that's the, what you combat the option, option routes with, with disguising your defense. And that's what you're seeing in, in, in your all all 22, when you're seeing a lot of uh, flipping from cover two, cover three, and trying to disguise and, and changing it on as as the route develops, right? Because it's harder to read if I change the route. It's harder to do it. coverage when you get when you get started, and we just hoping we have that malfunction there uh, between the read. But when they let CD Lamb run routes, and they got away from the option routes, and what they've been asking for is to let him be creative. He showed you what he could do and he'd be creative. No doubt, Coach. Man, I appreciate you. That's what him and Cooper been talking. That's what him and Cooper been talking about all last year. I think Cooper didn't like the option round thing. He wanted to be creative. And when you let C D Lamb be creative, he gets separation, he gets big catches, and he does his job. No doubt, Coach Marv. Man, y'all put your hands together for Coach Marv, man. He'll be in the yeah. chat, man. Appreciate y'all. It's Coach Marv, y'all. Coach Marv. It, it, it hit me uh on my uh way of uh uh, moving on to the next caller, it hit me, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> you know who used to have the option route like on butter? You know what I'm saying? Don't y'all know who had the option route on butter? And it was a Y option. You know, it was um, Jason Witten. No one ran the Y option route or Y option better than him right he had point counterpoint where he'll find a soft spot and the dude ran by like a a, a, a five nine forty you know or six six three forty <laughs> but he was so crafty in his option route that it was remarkable right 
Jason Witten. What I think is what happened is that Kellen Moore, he learns to pick up plays and route concepts from the previous coaching staff. That's the tree that he fell off from, right? If I'm a betting man, I would literally say that that option route or Y option route that he ran, Kellen Moore sat down in his chair, pulled out a pencil and a pad and a notebook, and he said, why not just have Jason Witten to run the Y option? I could have all of my receivers and tight ends to run an option to create multiple Jason Wittens out there on the field. <laughs> That's why he got this concept down, because he's trying to recreate that. I promise you, if, I, if I, all I need is just a few hours with Kellen Moore, you know, like an interrogation room, you know what I'm saying? And if I can squeeze out all of the information from him, I promise you, that's where he got most of that concept from. All right, so from the 409, what's on your mind? Yellow? Yeah, what's good with you, Chief? Talk to me, man. Hey, um, you know, my name is Ryan. I'm uh, 14 years old. I've been watching your show for a little minute now. Okay. You know? Yeah, so this is the thing what I feel Dallas needs to do. Mm-hmm. I see all these other teams. Signing, you know, you know, other people like Eagles signing, you know, Quinn and just sign Sue. You know, why don't Dallas, the front office, make these moves and be like, you know, we should sign him. We need to hurry up and sign OBJ. I don't know what's going on with that. Like, what you think about that with the front office? So, so, uh, true story. Odell Beckham, uh, a friend of his family, hit me up on Instagram, and he said he narrowed it down to three choices: Bills, Dallas, Giants. Right. So, I don't know, man. Uh, those three teams, I don't know if family members are, are being open and honest or it could be all cap or it could be just clout chasing. So, if it's down to those three teams, and strongly it could be for the Giants, he's been there. But there were a report out there that he wanted to play for a warm weather team. And I've been to New York. <laughs> it's cold up there, man. Right. It's, 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 I don't want to even be outside when it's that cold, right? So it, it could be, but I think money is going to be in the situation between the two, and the Cowboys just signed Antonio Callaway. So I don't know, man. I, I think if I'm a betting man, uh, it's going to be in between the Bills and the Giants. So that's where I'm looking at where he may, may go and land at. Okay, so, yes, like, I feel we could do a lot more options, you know. We have a good defense. But, right. you know, as when we played the Packers, you know, everybody was saying, oh, it's Dak, you know. Everybody was saying, Dak, you know, he's not this good QB. But you got to realize we was 14 points ahead of the Packers. Right, we were. You know, and it's like everybody hate on Dak so much when it was the whole team, I feel. You know, Dak should have those two picks, no, but he came back. Yeah. Uh, at halftime, he came back and did what he had to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate hey, you for calling in, man. Uh, what else you got for the show? For roll, for let you roll. Hmm? Uh, what I want to say is, what I want to say is, uh, two our run defense. We need to fix that. And I, I don't know what was going on that game. Like that game was just horrible versus Packers. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I don't know. Like, what you what you think we should do for our run defense? I mean, when you when you buy a truck, you you expect that truck to do truck things, pull right, haul stuff around. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't use your uh, you know, your car for that. And what the Cowboys are doing uh, is they saying that this car it can it can play everywhere on the field, right? And they are using right. the resources that they got or the sources that they got in a wrong factor. So. In order for the Cowboys to stop this run on a consistent level, they're going to have to use the personnel. They've got to switch up the personnel. And, and that's the best way I can think of it without going into too deep of the details of it uh, in order to stop this run. They, 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 they can try to do all what they can, but if they don't change out those parts, you're using the vehicles wrong. But I appreciate you for calling in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, indeed. That's from the 409. 14 years of age, man. You know, I forgot how many youth I have watching this show. So I apologize if y'all hear foreign language out of my mouth, right? Uh, Trey, from the 901, you're live. Hey, hey, hey. What's good with you, lady? What's good? Uh, First off, let me just say happy birthday to me. Oh. And then now. We can get on the Cowboys. Uh, but no, no, before before we get on to the Cowboys, I need for everybody to put happy birthday for you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all put happy That's birthday right. down for Trey over there. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Happy <laughs> birthday to you. Woo! It's your birthday, girl. You're supposed to be crunk. <laughs> I am, I am. I just can't get too crook right now, but I am. Uh huh, uh huh. I, I, I know I'm why you. I know why you spicy crab. too. I, I know why you spicy too, cause you one of those. Uh, what do you call them, Scorpios over there? Huh? Scorpio life, baby. Scorpio life. Trust me, ain't nothing better. I tell you, I tell you. Ooh, wait. But y'all, I want everybody to just breathe, just breathe, y'all. They know we gotta go up there uh. to Minnesota. They know yeah. this. Yeah. We whooped they tail last year with Cooper Rush. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I know Dak ain't finna let Cooper Rush outdo him. I know this. Yeah, he did some mistakes. Everybody on the team messed right, up with, right, the, right, with right, the Packers right, last week. Right, Everybody right, they knows did. It. They did. But we know we got to get even Michael Parsons came on. Uh, NFL, they did a little brief talk with him. He even said it. Yeah. We got to fix it. Because if do. we don't, we ain't going nowhere. Uh-huh. So they know this. You feel me? Yeah. So Tank was supposed to been hurt, but he going to make it out on that field come Sunday because they know we need him. So yeah. only thing I'm saying to y'all, don't panic. Don't panic. Look at the bills. Yeah. Oh, they dogs are pulling Josh Allen out right now. They are. Now all of a sudden, since Philadelphia lost their first game, they ain't got a good pass rush and all this old stuff. Or they running game ain't right. Uh-huh. The NFL <laughs> can do that and get it through their head. You, you right. know what I'm saying? Now all of a sudden these folks ain't number. Then they was just the number one team just last week. So y'all need to stop y'all stuff. They do that to make the players feel lesser than what they are and get the fans all crunk up. Right. Oh, that ain't this. That ain't this. Yeah. Y'all just pay attention to Sunday. It's going to be a total different game. I guarantee y'all this. I guarantee you. No, no doubt. So bag up off my quarterback. Yeah. Bag up off my players. Yeah. Because they're going to do what they need to do, y'all. And one more thing I got to say. How about them Cowboys, baby? Because we going to beat them Vikings come Sunday. No doubt. I appreciate you, Trey, and enjoy your birthday. Appreciate you. Uh, Thank her so much. Uh, Y'all put your hands together for her. And shout out to everybody who's born in November to remember. Good call. All right, so what we're going to do is...
gotta like I forgot to lock it up early. <laughs> All right, so uh with that being said, I got Thomas, then I got Mike, then I got Uncle Charles. Those are the next three that's gonna jump in on the hotline from the six one five, you live. What's up, Law? Nothing to it, Chief. Talk to me, Thomas. Uh, what's the girl's name? Tracy? Trey, Trey, Trey. Mm hmm. Trey, Trey. Happy birthday, Trey. Yo. Okay. Okay. Uh, I got a couple of things to say. Talk to me, man. Y'all, we, we are forgetting. We, we are forgetting. Don't y'all remember? Don't, don't y'all remember early in our schedule? The teams that we played, we have played against top receivers, Cooper Cup. Right. Uh, Jameer James. Uh, what did they do against us? They nothing. Sucked. They did nothing, you know. They sucked. They did. We had our game. We we have had the, we have had our games of the year against them. Right, right. And if you think about it, we gonna do the same thing Sunday. Yeah, I'm going on record. I'm saying that we gonna win Sunday. We are. Oh, okay. So I'm saying where you going with it? So you saying that? Yeah, we faced wide receivers like this before: a Jamar Chase, a uh, T Higgins, a uh, Cooper Cup. Hey, you know what I'm saying? We faced wide receiver Mike Evans, even though they won, but we still faced wide receivers before. I, I think that uh, yeah, what Christian Watson did, man, I think it was the stupidity of our defense playing man-to-man, leaving that man on an island who runs a 4-3, officially 4-3-6, something like that. So, yeah, uh, if we stay focused, stop the run, force them to pass while we are in our cover three or in zone coverage defense, we will be the team that we think we are and know we are. I appreciate you for this. And I, and I think we're going to wake up. You're going to wake up. You just got to just gotta be yeah. focused. And then on top of that, this will be a game that's inside uh, a, a stadium, right? You know what I'm saying? A dome, you know? So yeah. I think that that's, that, yeah. that's going to play a degree too, you know? <laughs> we're we're oh. a dome team, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, then, and, then, and, then my la- and then my last thing I got to say. Talk to me. You know. I've been hearing people in the chat talking about, oh, Billy got sued and all this yep. and all that. Yep. My question is this. Is suing football shit? You're going to take my him a minute. Is, You're going to take him a minute. Yeah, yeah. My, thing is, my thing is, worry about our house. Don't worry about what's going on in Philly. No doubt. I appreciate you, Thomas, man. Great, great, great observation, man. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, sir. Good call from Thomas, man. I uh, got a super chat from another Thomas. Thomas Williams says, we expect Lamb to be a pro and stop dropping balls and run the right routes. Stop babying this dude. Uh, I, I feel you. and That's a good super chat. <laughs> we are, man. We expect that Lamb to be that guy. Um, realistically, uh, Thomas, I, I feel exactly where you're coming from. It's no excuse business. Hey, he was a first-round draft pick, and according to his peers, he is being graded by the Jamar Chases of the world and by uh, the um, – uh, Justin Jefferson's and the thing is like with coach Marv I see where he's coming from if we continue to try to compare it compare someone you know I, I, I say this comparison is the robber and the thief of all joys because 
not all teams are a run-first team, right? Or not all teams got the same quarterback or the same offensive coordinator or being utilized the same. One thing I can say about Jamar Chase, he's already had uh, relations with Joe Burrows. They've been playing together forever, right? And then if you look at Justin Jefferson, it's not like he's doing this all by himself. He always had an Adam Thielen on his team. He always had a comfortable uh, tight end, whether it had been uh, the, uh, the Rudy kid that was there or whatever, Rudolph kid whatever that was there. Now he's going to uh, the Tampa Bay team, and now they inserted T.J. Hawkinson. It's crazy that since they inserted T.J. that his numbers increased even more. So I look at the complete picture that, yes, we got a, a wide receiver that was thrusted into the spotlight with 8-8 eight and eight on his chest, and those other guys that we mentioned, Nobody in their franchise come close to having a guy like the playmaker that he is thrusted into that role who have bigger and brighter responsibilities. And I get it, right? We want more from C.D. Lamb, but we got to sit back sometimes and understand that this is only his third year and he's been treated like he's been in his fifth year. Cooper Cup didn't show up until his fourth year in the National Football League, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and Cooper Cup is a dangerous wide receiver. Uh, Holly says, uh, why do everyone or everybody act like every other quarterback is perfect? Laughing my A off, right? Uh, Geno getting all of the praises this year, and he's still playing in Dak Prescott's shadow. So I, I agree, Holly. Holly, you, you spitting over here. I should have had an umbrella, you know. I should have had an umbrella. But the reality of it is that just how it goes with the Cowboys. We're going to always be scrutinized. <laughs> We're always going to be that team that everybody is going to shoot at them, even if you Kurt Warner. I've been telling people, you go back, you watch Kurt Warner's analysis, every other quarterback that he does as far as breakdown is after a win for them, but he's going to break down Dak Prescott after a loss. And, you know, that's just how it goes. That's just what they say. Heavy is the crown. It's objective analysis, but this is an analysis that you're going to have the wavery fan base to say, see, look at what the Hall of Famer is saying about the quarterback, right? It's just how it goes. Uh, Mike from the 757, you're live. Yo, what it do, Bob? What it do, Bob? Mm, all is well, man. So. I'm just gonna keep it a stack, man. I'm with the last super chat about that uh, CD Lamb. Yeah, I think we gave him a lot. I think we gave him long enough. Okay. He, or he needs to change. Or he needs, or he needs to change his numbers. <laughs> he can't wear 88. That's a uh, that's a hell of a number, man. You know, that's a hell of a number, man. Now that, now that's, that's a heavy crown to wear. Because you're coming off of Dez Bryant. You're coming off of uh, Michael Irvin. Yeah, you know, Drew Pearson. You know what I'm saying? He ain't nowhere near them. I'm Man, it's equivalent. It's equivalent to Zeke wearing 22. Exactly. Ooh. exactly. Yeah, but Zeke could have Zeke could have worn 22 this first four years, first four seasons. Man, he could have had that. Man, they'd be ready to snatch. They'd be ready to come over. Just get this 22 off of you, man. <laughs> that, that Dak Prescott wearing eight right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that would be bad right now man. <laughs> I, I, you know it's a you know it's an always chain of command yeah in, in this league so 
we could be mad at right. CD Lamb. I, I mean, I'm just mad. I'm personally mad at him because I feel like that's my guy, dog. I really, I really am for CD Lamb, bro. Right. Like because this run after catch, he reminds me of a running back, and you see when he lined up at running back and right. threw that ball to him. And he got that touchdown. Right. He just has run out of the chest. I like that. Like, that's the toughness that we need. I'm not saying get him off the team, but he's right. not our number one. We need to go back and look for another number one. Oh, oh my I'm gosh. Like, Mike. Uh, yeah, dog. Mike. Uh, I'm over him. I'm over him. I'm over him. I'm over him, boss. <laughs> Nobody can even convince me otherwise, bro. I've been seeing Wade. Remember that Buccaneers game last year? Right. Right. Remember this game that just passed? Well, this game, he had a decent game. But, but Buck, he Buck, ran the wrong route. The Buck game last you know, year was good for C.D. Lamb. He caught that touchdown in the end zone. What are you saying? What Like, like talk he, to me, man. Oh, he also dropped like three, four. Uh, he dropped. He, before that. I mean, I mean, come on, man. Irv, Irv, Irv wasn't catching everything. Now, you know, a lot of times, look, look, a lot of times, man, we had 22. That, look, 22 was the savior of the 1990s. You know what I'm saying? Come on, let's just be real with it. You know, <laughs> Troy was good, but it, was, it took it took a complete team, man. You know, <laughs> but I get what you're saying, though. I'm just like, I was really big on CD. So to see him... It's the third year, dog. What I expected him to be. All right, so, all right, so what? What? what <laughs> ah, I get the kid messed up. I'm mad at him, right? But I, I'm not yeah. finna just throw him out there to the sharks right now. He, he, he's still, he's still growing. That's why I'm asking. I know where Coach Marv is coming from, but you mm-hmm. got to hear me out before I let you go. Yeah. CD will be all like. You talking about hot and cold, right? Hot and cold from Amari uh, Cooper. Right. If we had Amari Cooper on this team, right? Nah. The days that the, the, the days the days that Amari Cooper is cold, Lamb would be hot. <laughs> you know, I mean, he'd be balling right about now. So we wouldn't even be having this conversation. We'd be back to scoring thirty-five to forty a game. You know, <laughs> the days that Amari Cooper look, we shot ourselves in the foot, and we we're trying to patch it up and say, hey, you know, we didn't shoot ourselves. We didn't shoot ourselves. We we okay with James Washington. We okay with. Uh, 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 Michael Gallup coming off of the ACL surgery and all of those things. Right now, if we had Amari Cooper, man, this day would be be so it'd be a layup. Right, right, exactly, man. man so, 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 so leave, leave, leave the young man alone, man. Look, look, let's have this debate after the season, okay, Mike? After the season, okay. let's have it. Let's give this man nine more games, man. And we and we had this debate. It's going, it's going, it should be more than it should, it should be like we should be going through the playoffs yeah. at this point with our team. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we got that much experience. Like I, I think our guys are at that point where first round by won't kill us if we get it. I know. We, I don't want I that first round though. I, I, I'm still in, 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 the, in the murky waters with it. But I appreciate you, Mike. Thank you for calling in, man. Let me get these callers off, man. I <laughs> bet. <laughs> Yes, indeed, man. But y'all get what I'm saying, man. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater, man. Come on, man. I I see it. I understand. Like, that's why I didn't push back on my guys on the final word uh, when he was talking about, like, the guy, Michael Gallup, was jogging his route. Shoot, he hurt his leg in that game, right? This dude was thinking, like, man, is it still attached? 
<laughs> I ain't going to push off like I used to. But, baby, if we had depths, shoot, Gallup, Gallup would have been like, pat his helmet, you know, and would have set out the rest of the game. It's cold out there, man. So I do know if, let's say, if the Cowboys were better prepared and we had DK Metcalf in that game, <laughs> don't y'all know how crazy that would have been? CD on one side, DK on the other side. Come on, man. Or DJ Moore and CD on the other side. I know this is not Madden, but this is where the NFL want us to go. Nobody is in fear of Noah Brown. They are laughing at us talking about when we get James Washington back. You know, they are laughing at us about that. DBs ain't worried about that. And they was looking at it like Gallup. Yeah, you burned us on a few because you kind of slipping, you know. But they ain't really worried about Gallup like that. Just to be fair with y'all, you know. But if you bring in a legitimate, another wide receiver, they're going to stop rolling some of their coverages lamb way. And on top of that, it's going to help. It's just going to overall help this team out, man. Richard Coleman says, Law, these fans need to come out of the past and live for now. I agree with Coach Marv. I, 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 I ain't going to fight with you, Richard. Appreciate you for the super chat. Well, we got a few more super chats. Cowboys 1980. Appreciate you for the super chat. You know, all right, appreciate him. That's what, 44 years of, uh, of following this team. Uh, Paul says, uh, around a number of years. Paul with the $5 super chat says, Law, do you think if CD had a better number two, like Amari had with him, his number would be even better? That's the elephant in the room. Fam, you don't even have to preach that to me because I know it. I, I know for sure that, yeah, Noah Brown, I'm not asking to be Madden like John Madden over here. Noah Brown, yes, he's a solid guy for whatever he do. Uh, uh, my guy, Michael Gallup, he's solid. Those, those guys are solid, but CD would be better. He would just flat out be better if we had uh, other guys out there to help. If that's not the case in the scenario, then last year the Rams didn't need Odell Beckham, right? They didn't need to go scout and look and shake the tree and see if it, what else wide receiver they need. If that's not the case in order scenario, the Eagles, you know, shout out to the Eagles. They didn't need an A.J. Brown, right? They could have just ran out with Dante, you know, and kept Jalen, um, what's that kid name from uh, TCU? They could have kept him, you know. But you try to get your team better, regard regardless of the situation. You want to put that on the uh, the opposing teams. All right, we got uh, Jalen Rager is his name. Yeah, uh, Uncle Charles, what's good with you, man? What's happening? What's up, Long? <laughs> what's good with yo? <laughs> man, yeah, man, it's a blessing to hear from you, man. Appreciate Many blessings to you. And let, let me just say this. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say this, and you better listen to me very good, Cowboy fan. I got on Skywalker show this morning. Mm -hmm. You know that spirit I was right there. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Coach McCarthy, please listen to me. Mm -hmm. Now I'm pretty sure that this probably get back to him. Please listen to me. Wade Phillips and Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett systematically sabotage cannot did everything and got Wade Phillips fired. And when he got fired, his ass went on the ground. He was in the air. Mike McCarthy, if you keep letting Kellen Moore call these plays, and you're going to get fired. 
it, that it, we're going to be in a playoff game with them two minutes to go and we losing by two touchdowns. And when the zeros hit the clock, your 12, 17 ass is going to be going back to Arlington. And they're going to have a car side with the door with the motor running. That means get in. And look why I'm going to give you a little letter while you're in the car saying you fired. Let me tell you something, man. Mike McCarthy, if you don't take over calling these plays or corral Kellen Moore, I'm telling y'all, if I'm lying, I will come back on this show and apologize to every one of my, my brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. If he don't get that playbook out of his hand, we're done. We're cooked. Let me explain something to you. We all have a relationship. And it's a way to talk to your spouse. It's a way to talk to your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or even your significant other. Mm-hmm. My mama had a ritual. Every time my daddy left out that door, she said, hey, Charles, she said, Charles, get me a Snickers and a Pepsi. All mm-hmm. right? Money. Charles, get me a Snickers and a Pepsi. Tuesday. Same thing Wednesday. Thursday. Mm-hmm. And at some point, my daddy got tired of getting that Snickers and Pepsi. Mm-hmm. He said, Charles, get me a Snickers and Pepsi when you go to the store. I said, Dad, what's wrong? Your mom want me to go get her some candy and uh, Pepsi and drink. And then all of a sudden, my dad got off the next day. He usually get home at 15 to 4. But mm. this time, he can get there at 6.15. And he had three bags of groceries in the back, back of his truck. Mm. I said, man, we finna get the grub on. I said, Dad, you want to get the bags? He said, no. And he went in the kitchen, set the bags on the table. My mama came out the room. She said, oh, I'm so glad you got some for us to eat. And she looked in the bag. It was 75 Snickers. And damn near a hundred Pepsi. And then my mama got mad. Wait a minute. You mean, you mean to tell me you don't been running my ass around here like you sing boat, getting you a Pepsi and Snickers, and now that I don't got you more than they can make, you mad? Guess what? You ain't gonna ask for no damn more. I can tell you that. Mike McCarthy, you're dealing with a rat. I'm telling you, rats hang with rats. They don't hang with any other animal. If you smell a rat with another animal, he's taking his damn food. Do you understand what I'm telling you? In closing, mm. in closing, mm. I just a big old group rat run across the parking lot at Walmart. Onions dragging the ground. Just dragging. And he had a loaf of bread in his hand and a block of cheese. Damn that rat. Where he get that damn bread and that cheese there? That's what I want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. And that's all I got to say, Lord. Appreciate you, baby. Man, that, that story there should be in the archives as a wonderful, unique story. And it hit me. Like rats only hang with rats, right? You know? <laughs> Unless you're Master Splinter, you're raising some turtles. A rat will only hang with some rats. And... The conspiracy talk is there, is prevalent, you know, uh, the Cowboys, the Cowboys get blown out 45 to like six against the Green Bay Packers. It was a, 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 a terrible situation for us. And then we win the next few games. All of a sudden, the offense changed, the defense changed when Jason Garrett becomes the head coach. And it's crazy altogether when you really contextualize it, right? And since that time frame, I believe that uh, Wade Phillips has been into three Super Bowls since that time frame, three Super Bowls since he left Dallas, right, as the uh, coordinator. I think he won one of the three or two out of the three. But it, it goes to show you that I always came with the belief 
This is my thoughts right here from the Jones family. They, they handled that situation terribly, you know, because for one, they, they gave, and this is facts right here. This is not a, a conspiracy situation. They gave both of those guys, the head coach and the offensive coordinator, the same bag, the same amount of money, coins, when all he had to do is that I'm looking at the temperaments and the understanding of Coach Wade is to be honest and say, man, we like you, man. But right there is who we want to be our head coach, the youth, the young one. All they had to do is make Jason Garrett the head coach and kept Wade as the defensive coordinator. Just just think about it, Cowboy Nation. We wouldn't have had all of this crazy stabbing in the back, shaming, you know. Uh, we wouldn't have had all of this different philosophies. We were chasing. Like the moment we got rid of Wade, the defense went now, the solution was right in the building. Shame. 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 Because there's nobody that can out-argue this point right here. Wade Phillips is a hell of a defensive coordinator. He went to multiple Super Bowls since he left Dallas. Next, we have, uh, we got Brandon, MJ, and then from the Houston area, from the 832. But from the 815, you're live, Brandon. Yeah, what's up, man? Nothing to it, Chief. Talk to me, man. What's on your heart? Look, well, I want to quickly get this out about CD because I don't want to spend too much time on him. Before the draft, CD Lamb was thought of head and shoulders above Justin Jefferson. Head and shoulders above Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Um, would you say, would you say Justin Jefferson is head and shoulders above, uh, better than Ceedee Lamb right now? Why are you Why are you doing this to me, man? Come on, man. Uh, look, you ain't got to ask me questions. I know most of the people that watch this show gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, you a hater?" No, that's just a fact. A lot of Basically told you what I said was true, but I move on. Yeah, move, move, move on, move on. But, but, but here's the thing, because I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna whip it out right now. I'm gonna whip it out right now. Justin Jefferson playing against Dallas, he hasn't been heads and shoulders above Ceedee Lamb when they had the head to head matchup. You know, you know, I seen Ceedee Lamb with Andy Dalton, Cooper Rush had a better game than what we seen out of Justin Jefferson. With he with his number one quarterback, by the way. Hey, hey, that's a fact. That's a fact. But 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 you wouldn't you if if player for player if all it was player for player they was like Dallas would you would you would you take Justin Jefferson off our hands? Law gonna say what? You 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 testing my fandom, man. Come on, man. It ain't right, man. You ain't that's right, bro. <laughs> Look, because I'm, I'm gonna use what you said. Pressure is a mother sucker, games, man. Pressure is a mother in, sucker. In the last two, <laughs> in the last two games against the Vikings, um, 
um, CD Lamb was better, and then you was like with Cooper Rush and 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 it all. That gives me the Dak Prescott. Oh boy, you 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 mean with it? Oh, I know where you go. Oh, <laughs> Brandon, I know where you going there. I know where you going. Go ahead, go ahead with it. Go ahead with it. Ooh. <laughs> Look. Like that saying that, though, yeah. You on point, man. They, they giving you praises in the chat, man. They said, "Damn, the caller got a point." Hey, you know, a lot of people giving you praises. So, so what I need to do is in this game, because we know it, it, it's not really Lamb versus Justin Jefferson, but it will be it's Lamb not. versus Justin. It, it, it's just how it is. When it, it used to be back in the days, Rice versus Irving when they play each other, and. Right. We we understand that it's not a true true battle because of the differences there, but it will be pointed out, right? So this would be a game that I'm looking for my lamb to outshine Justin Jefferson because no one really talked about that game. Justin Jefferson, the two games that he played against us, he was playing basketball with the football. He dropped a lot of passes, but nobody talking about that because he heard those oh, footsteps coming. Yeah. But but see, we got what I, I'm gonna say. We got the uh, all pro at corner now, so yeah. I understand. Yeah. But um, with with that Jerry Rice and Michael Irvin, you consider both of them as dogs. We do. We do. Now, with with CD and, and Justin Jefferson, it's only one dog. In, yeah, in it, that it, yeah. And yeah. I'm gonna let anybody else figure out who that dog is. Oh um, wow! That, yeah. We need this game to be won. Like I like CD. We it, it, it's a market for CD. CD got a really cool catching name, and you know so. And he played for the Cowboys, so somebody gonna he he gonna be okay. But he not a top dog. Ooh, I, um, that's a fact, man. Come on, like we'll, we'll like we'll have to be. We'll have to. Okay, if Amari Cooper was on the team right now, right now. Would CeeDee Lamb be the number one or number two? <laughs> um, oh, my God. We he, need Dak to, yeah, stick, I ain't gonna Dak to stick to the game plan, man. Yeah, run the ball, man. Open it up. Make it one-on-ones. And then uh, from right here, it's going to be a good game. This, this should be a good game. It will be no outside element that will be in the way, right? Perfect yeah, perfect weather, perfect conditions. Up. It should be or yeah. it should be no excuses. I'm following you, no, and I I need to see a good game. Mom. 
I need to see a good game from both uh, both you, both teams. I, I, I don't want to have they eight and one. We six and three. This is a must win game for us. This is a must win game for them if they want to stay in debate the, the race for the number one seed. And if we just want to stay into the possibilities of playing in the playoffs, we got to win this game. So it should be a must see TV. I appreciate you for calling <laughs> in, fam. But hold on, hold on right. before before you go before you go though before you go. Mm-hmm. Will Lamb be considered a dog if he get two tubs, 128 yards, you know, with probably like 10 or 11 catches in this game? Would you consider him a dog? Would you give him that? I, I, I would say Lamb had a good game. I need consistency. The last two years, before I go, the last two years, check the tape. How many 100-yard games? Last year and this year combined, how many 100-yard games have City had? Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh, how about them Cowboys? I love Law Nation. I love dropping facts, even though some people might not not like it. How about them Cowboys? Law? I love the show. Man, appreciate you, man. It's my guy Brandon, man. I, I, I see that y'all. Um, yeah, I see that y'all giving uh, some graces to my guy, man, and. Uh, I, I need for Lamb to, to to show up, man. I got a lot on the line, man. Y'all heard what I had for the start of the season, you know? <laughs> I betted all of those guys on the final word, right, of what Lamb would do this year. You know, I said that he would have an equivalency of what Dez Bryant did in his third year with the Dallas Cowboys. What was it, uh, 20, 11, 12, 13, 2013, right? That was Dez's third year? Was that Dad's third year? Let me pull it up. Or was it 2012? Y'all, y'all help me out. Y'all help me out. Let me pull it up. And this is what I have the as far as the expectations. What year was Dez Bryant third year? Brandon is is a Dak hater, and he moves the goalposts from every game. Dak got the bag and will get another one with Dallas or another team. This is from my guy, R.C. Richard Coleman. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I feel you, man. I feel you, man. Uh, I feel you. 2012, what was his third season? 2012 was his third season? Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up. Y'all bear with me. I feel what you're saying, Coleman. Oh, I feel what you're saying, man. Uh, but he, he holds Dak Prescott to the highest standard, which uh, I, I can't go back and forth with him on that. You know, um, I'm just going to say that, you know, it is what it is. So there's Bryant. Let's go to 2012, if that is his third season. I thought it was 13, but okay. This is what I wanted out of Lamb. 137 targets, 97 receptions, 1,382 yards, 12 touchdowns. Let me see how many drops he had. He had 11 drops so far, you know. <laughs> but passer rating when targeted was 123, right? Out of 137, that's a lot of drops, though. I don't think that Lamb got 11 drops or will have 11 drops. But if I can get this version, I wanted this version. If this is the third year, uh, let me see where Lamb is at. Y'all bear with me, man. Y'all bear with me so far with Lamb. And bam, let me put in Lamb. Lamb, CD Lamb. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Y'all okay? I know I've been live for a long time. So, so far, he got 83 targets, 53, 706 yards. So, I can see him getting 1,300 yards, y'all. Five tubs. He just need to get six more touchdowns or seven more touchdowns to knock off that record, really. 
And so how many drops he have? He had four drops. He's a long way from 11 drops, by the way. 95.8 passer rating when target. That can, that can increase. That can increase. You know, so it's not that far off from what Dez did, you know, his third season. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> you know, um, with the backup quarterback, we ain't going to talk about the starter versus backup quarterback. But we, we going to get this thing going. My brother from another mother from the 206, MJ, you're live. What up, Law? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm well, man. I'm well over here, man. Talk to me, man. All I want to say, too, to all these people, uh, your birthday is everything because you woke up. Remember that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you're talking about for Trey, her birthday, every day. Your, your birthday is everything. Everybody on here. Every day. Every time you wake up, that's your birthday. Yeah. Get out yeah. of that stupid birthday stuff. <laughs> okay, I feel you. I feel you. I, I already know where you're coming from. It, you know, you, you, know you, you talking, you, you yeah. talking about some, uh, you know, birthdays, low vibrational stuff, high vibrational. We we ain't gonna get into the solar thing, but I feel you though. Uh, what you got? What you got, fam? Now, when I got, uh, now we got three things. Me and you already talked about it. The key to the Cowboys to all the Cowboy fans. He said it. He's he been saying it all year. <laughs> Yeah. Kelly Moore, Dak Prescott, and the coach. Yeah. If them three leads give us eighty percent, we got a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. Them three. The coach gotta do his job and stay on Kelly Moore and keep Dak Prescott at thirty to thirty two stone. We don't want to see Dak doing for because he really took them runs. Right. I'll show you in the fourth quarter, if we would have ran the ball, when we were down there when we got that turnover, right. would have been 10 nothing or 14 nothing. Changed the whole game. Because mm. I know Aaron Rodgers would have started throwing. Then you could have played his zone. And then that was bad on number three because uh, I played corner. Mm. And like I said, if, if, Law, if you run a 4-3 and I run a 4-3, you only need to get a step on me and you got me because we run the same speed. He knew that. He run a 4-3, that kid run a 4-3. So I used to look in the back of the field. I have, hey, it was, hey, it was funny. In high school, my friend, he was fast as hell. He made it to the NFL, too, to the Cardinals. Wow. And I seen him, and I had to cover him long. And I saw, and I looked in the backfield, and I seen the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, shit, they could have thrown a bump. I was bumping the runner, and then I got off on five yards. <laughs> got off, and they threw a bump, and I was, I was the receiver. That quarterback was pissed because that's number three fault. He know Aaron Rodgers looked over there and said, oh, okay, he going, okay, I'm going to bum his butt. Then he bummed him. Yeah. So that's what his fault. And then all the fans, and I, I'm tired of them, they keep trying to put Joseph. Joseph only gave up one play. That was yeah. the back shoulder fade. Yeah, it was nice one too. Yeah, back shoulder. Yeah, it was nice. He came to, and it was man to man. Like me and you said, and you said a lot. If you get a ball, I guarantee you, if that ball would have played like 10 games, Joseph would probably be a top corner. He don't get the reps. You cannot play that man and don't give him the reps. He got to go through it, man. He got to go through yeah, some growing pains and everything, man. too. Yeah, you got to get him out there on the field. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and we got to get 33 out there. You got to get 14 out there. We got the dogs. And stop doing them loop plays, Dan Quinn. You are killing me. You didn't do that in Seattle. You had your two defensive tackle rushed upfield. That's yep. why running game is horrible. You got a defensive tackle, 330 pounds, doing a loop, 
and then you think the man they go. They 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 had, they had Cliff Favreau, Big Maybane, and uh, Bennett. So, so so they utilized. They had a Bobby, a youthful Bobby Wagner, and I, I, and then they had Malcolm Smith. So I I think that we may have we may have higher talent, like top talent, like Parsons. But 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 we I'll be foolish to compare. A Bobby, a youthful Bobby Wags to an LVE, right? Come on, no, man. Come I on. Know, hey, or Malcolm Smith or, or, or the other kid, the name Tim. Yeah, just different personnel, man. But if, if I'm if I'm the Cowboys, if I'm Dan Quinn, he said uh, earlier this week or last week that he don't see himself coaching for another team, that he want to be a D.C. coordinator for the Cowboys for a long time. Uh, I, I would really say to him, Focus in on, um, on 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 just utilizing Parsons right. You know, stop yeah, using right. the man everywhere and get you a. a I, I like I like Malik Turner. I mean, like Malik Hooker. I meant to say, but Malik he, played he, he he ain't a young Earl. You know what I'm saying? When he had he's Earl, still right? Yeah, he ain't, he, he ain't a young Earl though. Going across Earl. the middle yeah, yeah. to that receiver. Yeah. He should have been right there. Yeah. Joseph passed him off to him. Yeah. He looked at Joseph, oh, my God, for real, bro. Yeah. And everybody, and, and then the, I, I hear him that, uh, on the break. Right. He brought me, oh, man, I don't need to play Joseph. All them guys trying to blame Joseph. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. If Joseph gets beat every week for 20, 30 yard bombs, oh, yeah, then you're cut. No doubt. Okay. And, and, and one more thing before I let you roll, man. And Richard Sherman, he, that joke will come down and feel, too. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't like Diggs though, but but I feel you though. I feel you on everything that you mentioned today. I thank you so much for calling in, MJ. Let me hear you say it before I let you roll, man. And all I want to say, how about them Cowboys? Let's go. We need this win. We can't lose. Let's no. get it, man. Let's we get it. Win. Let's, get it. let's get it. Win. We must. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> y'all get what I'm saying? Shout out to you. Uh, let me read out the super chat. I had uh, my guy Scott. Shout out to him. He says you got to feature your best guys, right? This system don't do that. My God, Irvin featured, Dez was featured, To was featured since Jason Garrett. Until now, we don't feature the hot, the hot guys. I, I feel you on that, man. Uh, we don't feature the high guys. In Kellen Moore's system, this is a system that uh, we we use. By committee, so you know to that point there. That's why he don't know what to do with Cavante Turpin. Shoot, <laughs> you know, I would at least say Cavante Turpin on. He got four quarters. I would say there should be four routes ran by Cavante Turpin in a game. <laughs> and this should be all four nine routes just to let people know. Even send him on a skinny post one time. You know, just send this man down the field on a vert just to let people know that this dude got the speed and you got to pay attention to number nine when he's out there on the field, even if it is gimmicky. Verdi Henson, appreciate you for the. Dracaris. Thank you for that support there. All uh, right. Best dating services out here. Want you lean forward just a little bit, right there. Bam, get them up out of here. You know, uh, here we go. Get them up out of here. 
Yeah, they, they everywhere, man. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. All right, so we got do 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 from the eight three two. Then we have the nine zero four. Then my guy Blue Chew, he'll close it out. But from the eight three two, you're live. What's up, Lord? Nothing to it, Chief. Talk hey. to me, man. You down there in Houston, right? I don't yeah, I'm down here. Don't want to have to beat up on Lamb, man. Mm. I know he's been getting beat up already, but I'm going to have to. Beat up uh, on him. Three, three years in, I need, to, I need to see more, way more consistency. Mm. Like, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at players like Chris Live, that, that rookie year, right. his similar to his third year when it comes to yards. Then he let a rookie in Green Bay outplay him last well, this past Sunday, uh-huh. because, look, I love points over yards. Right. He had more yards, but the Booker had more points. Mm. And he just got to they get you y'all right about. It, they need to take the option out. That option route thing ain't working for him. Yeah, because that getting him and Dak in a lot of trouble. Because Dak can trust him to be somewhere, and he ain't there most of the time. Yeah, I, I feel you and with then, that. You go ahead. Oh, oh, uh, are they running option routes with Chris Alave down there in Saints land? You know? <laughs> yeah, true that, true that. What's Chris Alave? Let me pull up Chris Alave's stuff, man, while you're talking. Go ahead, go ahead. Then, that Kelly Moore, man, he just, like everybody been saying, like Mike McCarthy didn't need to, when we get a lead in fourth quarter, he just needs to sit down and take notes. We should have ran 90% of that four point. Mm-hmm. If we just had to, like, maybe a third and fourth throw and get the first down, keep the drive going. That's right. all we should have did. We would have mm-hmm. worn that guy easy. And, and, like, and going back to the CD Lamb, like, I love him, but he's not representing that 88, man. He's not representing well at all. Yeah, yeah. What, but, but what if I told you that, that there's, like, in the first three seasons, and I know this probably be putting lipstick on the pig, that his numbers are better than any 88 in his first three seasons? Or what, yards? Yards, tubs, all of that. <laughs> you got a long pause, man. What's going on? You all right? <laughs> that would be, but that would all. I would, I would, I would contribute that to the offense that we played back in the nineties. Well, we was a run that first. We run first offense, and then you know we wasn't as pass happy. But I get what you say as far as what he's embodying. You know, far as what. Dez Bryant did and what Irv did. Of course, we're looking at total bodies of work, but this is uh, my guy Lamb. He, he got to finish out this season before we can really say what he's worthy or, or, or not worthy of, right? Because just, just think about it. Chris Olave, now I can't use Chris Olave as that, but I ain't, I ain't going to do it because I ain't going to say that, that – um, we it's hard to play C D Lamb numbers up when he was his rookie year, he had like five quarterbacks throwing him the ball. And then his second year, uh we we know what happened out of that. He kinda shot Rocket into a good situation and then the part of this season he was utilized as a guy that it took him a few games because he had five games with the backup quarterback. That's me, you know, making excuses for the man, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's me making excuses for him. So I just have to wait, man. Let's just wait this thing out. I'm with the belief that that you just got to put some more and more help help the man out, man. Just help the man out. Put more weapons around him. Because Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen is no chopped liver, right? Yeah, I believe, I believe, and I Justin believe Jefferson, they got weapons to help them boys out. Go ahead. Jarvis Landry over there. Is Jarvis Landry still playing? Is he chopped level? Let me see what Jarvis Landry been doing. Jarvis Landry ain't the Miami Jarvis Landry. <laughs> or the Cleveland. Or the Cleveland Jarvis. Or oh, that either. He's similar to what we getting out of Michael Gallup. He's similar to that. Let me see what he got over there because I haven't even really. Yeah, he he terrible. 18 reception for 205. Well, I guess that's all they got over there. What's the Saints record, man? I don't want to be the Saints. I don't, I don't think they winning anything over there. <laughs> I don't want to just have numbers just to be having numbers. That's why I'm saying, like, I want him to be that guy. Like, I want him to I want, I want, want him to have that kid like Dez had. I want him to do what Moore did from Carolina the other week. Like, I want to see, I want him to be that guy. Well, like, that's why he got that 18 on. He's supposed to be that playmaker. Like, yeah. He's supposed to get us over the top. Anyway, I want him to do what Justin Jefferson did last Sunday on that form of 18. Right. Like, that's the kind of guy that we need him to be the counterpart. Like, he just, we put him in that role, he needs to be that guy. Like, he can't be just letting that guy out there to hang. Well, like well, let let let, let let let's see how this thing goes. Look, we got a lot of games left, man. I get it. I'm not finna sell the kid off. He 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 made some mistakes. He should be getting spit upon from the coach. But at this point, I'm not finna throw the baby out with the bathwater. I, I still believe that CD Lamb got a lot of talent in him, and we just need to correct it, give him some more stern and hard coaching, and get him up out of some of those option routes right in the middle of the field. And let's see what he can do. I would like for the Cowboys to utilize Lamb on some end arounds. Get him, get him early, get him started early, right? But uh, let's see, man. Let's give the man some chances, man. Not everybody burned up Zaire Alexander, by the way, who's a stud out there as the DB, and we saw that last game, right? So so we'll see what Lamb can do, man, down the stretch. I appreciate you for calling in, though. Yeah, man, but look, Cowboys to the day I die. Yep. How about them Cowboys? How about them, man? Appreciate you. That's a good call from 832, man, down in Houston, man. Um Graham says, appreciate you, man, so much, man. He says, law, you just need to start hanging the phone up on people saying the city alarm shouldn't be wearing 88. He ain't following nobody's footsteps but his own. Uh, I get that, though, Graham. I appreciate you for that, you know. But my thing is, my thing is, I, I'm, I'm not finna just hang up on people. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to give them a little educational tool, right? But also, I I get what you're saying. But the expectations when you put eight and eight on your chest will be that you got to got to perform like eight and eight, right? <laughs> like eighty eight. Uh, it, it would have been a different story. It would have been a different story because I can hear if we had like. Twitter and all of these groups out here, MySpace, Black Planet, Facebook, and all of that, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, in the eighty, in nineteen eighty nine, in nineteen ninety, in nineteen ninety one, they would have been crucified. Troy Aikman, if they would have gave twelve to Troy, right? It would have been like, hold on, how dare the Cowboys put twelve on his back? 
how horrible he is, you know. <laughs> Take that 12 off of him, right? So I get it, though. You know, expectations should always be high when you're wearing legacy numbers. I'm glad that Troy was able to create his own space. But I'm, I promise you guys, if, if Troy would have wore 12 the first three years, y'all would have been saying, hey, man, come on, what the Cowboys doing? Uh -huh, come on, you know. So it is what it is. Let these kids grow into their own, right? Um, let's go with my guy. We got DT, and then we have Blue Chew. For the 904, you're live, DT. Talk to me, man. Man, it's a, it's a blessing talking to you, and it's a blessing that we got your show. I'm Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. I'm telling you, I saw you the other day when you went off, and yeah. I was on, if, if I'd have had a shotgun, I'd have blew my 70 inch <laughs> off the damn wall. Yeah. Off the wall. But let, let me say this. Cowboy people, Cowboy Nation, leave C.D. Lamb alone. Yeah. He is a good receiver. First of all, you got to look at his offensive coordinator, and, and that's what they've been working with. Yeah. If you think he that bad and they let him go, man, imagine he was up there in New England. <sighs> well, uh, uh, imagine he's up there with Belichick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He blow everybody away. So leave him alone. And the only reason why he got eighty-eight is that was Jerry's way of telling Dez, "Ain't no way in the hell you coming back." Coming here. back, right, right, right. You ain't coming back here. That's the old song. Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more. You know that song. Yeah. And and you said something earlier. If you was a betting man, you would bet um, Odell Beckham would be going to New York. Yeah. If I was a betting man, because I was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey, but I retired from the Navy here in Jacksonville, mm -hmm. well, he coming to Jacksonville. I mean, he coming to Dallas. Mm, Ain't no taxes. There's yeah. taxes in Texas. You know that. Uh-huh. That New Jersey is... I think the worst is over California for his taxes. Mm. He said he, in the last few years, why would you go up there and, and, and give half your money to Uncle Sam? No, he's coming here. Mm. He's coming here. And the last thing, uh, if we run that, all we got to do is run the damn ball. Right. We got three outstanding, not just two, three good running backs. And ain't nobody fumbling. Mm. All we gotta do is wear that defense down. Don't let don't let the offense on the field. Yeah. Don't let him on the field. And Kirk's gonna give us one or two. He gonna give us two, man. He, he, he gonna, he gonna he, give us two. And, and, we just gotta and, take yeah, the. We gotta just take one. Huh? <laughs> He's gonna we give us at least two, but we just gotta take him, though. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, but he ain't never beat that. He never beat that. Wow. Wow. And, and Cooper too last year, but we did good. But I'm, I'm telling you, leave C.D. Lamb alone. He gonna be all right. We get mm -hmm. to the playoffs and we go further. We ain't gotta worry about um, Kellen Moore no more, cause he was, they be trying to get him to be some head coach somewhere. Some full team will pick him up for head coach, and then we get a new new offensive coordinator. Right, right. And I like what Dan Quinn said about he want to stay there. He don't want to go to another team. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, because um, that's that's because of uh, Will Greer. Am I saying is that his name right? Will McClay. Uh, yeah, that's because Will Greer. He go out and get what he wants. Will McClay, yeah, yeah. Why would you want to go to another team and put up with more headaches? Mm, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and last, happy birthday to the Lady T. Yeah. You, I, want to, I don't want to mess her name up. Trey, yeah, 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 Trey, yeah. Happy birthday, Madam T, happy birthday and wish you many more. Mm-hmm, no doubt. Oh, 
How about them cowboys? How about them? Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Yep. <laughs> yes, indeed. My guy said he would have had that gun. He would have shot some things down. And I feel him on that. Um, last but not least, man, we've been having some great uh, conversations about this. And I thank you guys for your time, your services with me over here. And I appreciate y'all so much, man. Can y'all do me a huge favor? Uh, can we at least get to 400 likes or such? You know, uh, I, I look back at majority of my channels and, and, and we just need to hit that like button. And I get it. You know, you guys, we're sitting back, we're chilling, we're having a good time. But please help the nation out. Let's get those likes up. Let's get me to uh, 90K over here. I appreciate y'all so much. And let's continue to grind to shine, baby. Because I'm paying you with time, baby. I am. And I thank y'all so much. But I got my guy, David, from the Bluetooth. 336, you in the mix. Talk to me, man. <laughs> My man, my man, what's, what's going on, what's Hey, you, man, we appreciate you, man. Thank you, thank you for everything that you do, man, and all the great you. content that you put out, man, and, and your time this year, man. Appreciate thank that, man. You. Thank you, man. But uh, hey, uh, Cowboy Nation, I want y'all to know we are not getting OBJ. Mm. We are not getting him, and the reason why, when Michael Gallup got hurt uh, Sunday. And when Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones saw that man get hurt, mm. they're not gonna get nobody else with that with that uh, ACL. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else with that ACL. When they saw that, that's why they got that receiver um, this past week. When they right. once they seen that, they said, "We're not going. No, we're not going that route. We ain't gonna have two her ACL guys on the team." The ACL boys, man. Uh, Antonio Callaway, I, I know he's not a household name. Uh, I know he had his demons, but but for right now, you picked him up, and his only problems was he had the David Irving problems. Smoke weed right, every right. day. But now you can roll them tight as you want, man. You can have the China man eyes over here, man. No, no offense to the Asian community, but you can have the tight eyes over here. You can smoke as many trees as you want, you know. So that's just how it goes, man. Let that look. Let him get out there. He might smell like a few, a few. <laughs> man, that guy's strong over here. That music is loud out there, man. Let that man catch the route, you know. <laughs> right, right. But we, we ain't getting OBJ. Once they seen that happen. They already knew. We're not going that route. Yes, and, um, another, Yeah, with another thing on the option routes, man, it's hard running the option route. Yeah. If you run full speed, you think about it, you run full speed down the field, you got to recognize it. But the two high safety, one high safety, yeah. one high safety, whatever case, you got to recognize that in a yeah. split second, you and yeah. the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no, it's going to be too hard to recognize that, man. There ain't no way. <laughs> so he need to get rid of that option route. That's 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 what that's why my man's not on the field now. Uh, the the rookie, Jalen Tobin, it, it messed it messed that brother up like 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 Dennis Houston was was the book guy, right? He was the guy that the nerd, right? The undrafted Dad, Dad guy. Trusted him. Dad, Dad trusted him to be where he's supposed to be at. Dad trusted him. He knew. I'm like Dad said that guy always know where to be at. That's yeah. why I like him on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's why Dennis Houston was out there. He probably whooped that. He probably whooped Jalen Tobert in that playbook that they sent over there right. on that PDF file. <laughs> They're like, exactly. hey, Dennis, yeah, Dennis, Dennis, don't playbook already. Right. Right. <laughs> what, what school? What school? 
What school did uh, Toba come from? Man, uh, South Alabama, you know. <laughs> they weren't doing the Ultra Bounce down there. They weren't doing that. Yeah, they probably they did. They weren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, when you want, you're a star player of one of them small schools, I ain't trying to talk about the man book sense, but he probably was like, man, he, he was getting treated royalty over there. You know? <laughs> you got to be fast. You got to be quick. You got to know all that terminology and know how to pick that stuff up just like that. Yeah. That's why that man ain't on the field right now. That's yeah. why he ain't on the field. Yeah. So, so we'll find out, man. Look, we'll find out, but uh, uh, you know, just run the dog on ball, Kelly. Just run the ball. Yeah. Look, when yeah. we had Malik, when, when, when Malik Davis in that fourth quarter or third quarter, I think it was fourth quarter, and he made that one good long run. Yeah. He should have came back and ran the ball again. He threw the ball. Yeah. I mean, we. He, I tell people yeah, all the time, man. You're gonna do what you're comfortable doing, right? You're gonna do what you do, right? You know, and, and he comfortable slinging that ball around, right? That's just what he is. Right. Uh, Kellen Moore grew up in a system where he's a quarterback. You know, his father was a quarterback coach. He became a coach. You know, he was a quarterback here. You know, so and he became the quarterback coach, and then he became, the, you know, offensive coordinator. So when you're in trouble, you do what you do, right? We, we, we are expecting the elephant to eat meat. The elephant don't eat meat. <laughs> you know? We back. We revert back when we get in trouble. That's what we do. We revert back what we what we familiar with. Right. Right, right, right. Exactly. This is what it is, exactly. man. Hey, man, I appreciate you for calling in. I thank you for your love and adulations for this channel and for the nation. I appreciate you, fam. Salute, long Salute. nation. Salute. Hey, how about the Cowboys? Hey, look here. Uh -huh. Cowboys need to win. My birthday is on Monday, so they need to win. Man, all of these Scorpios, man. man. Shoot, that means uh, <laughs> y'all parents, yeah, man. Y'all exactly. parents getting busy in February, right? <laughs> That blue tube nation, baby. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir, man. Come on, man. All of these Swarpios in the house, man. Will they run the world around here? Come on, man. Squarius season coming around the corner. Yes, indeed, man. Um, David Lawrence credentials. Lamb is eighth in yards, right? Right? Yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, you need to get Gallup involved more. I think law of diminishing rates of return. He ACL boys, man. <laughs> Dre Maddox says he's gonna be doing cush push ups, <laughs> cush ups. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, let's go, Cowboy Nation. I appreciate all of y'all for tuning in. Uh, we're gonna close out the phone lines, but goodbye. Marathon show, man. How long I've been live, man. I thank y'all so much uh, for having fun with me today. And then tomorrow we would do the call in with score predictions and your predictions of the game. And uh, there will be an article out with my guy. He writes phenomenal articles. If you would check the article out, it will be on Facebook as well as my uh, YouTube communities tab check that out shout out to the patreon and beyond uh for early content normally my content is released early for as far as uploads on patreon and uh then it's uploaded throughout the day uh on my other channels i appreciate y'all so much for helping me grow there thank those who helped me grow on the apple podcast and spotify appreciate them appreciate all of the sponsors man for those uh, uh podcast episodes and things like that i thank y'all so much for being part of 
these type of shows, these marathon type of shows, and it's all possible because you guys believe it in me, right? I thank that so much. And shout out to those who stick with me from the good, the bad, and the ugly. And thank those who reached out to me on my traveling graces. And uh, Cowboy Nation, as we continue to find ways to lift up the stone to see what's under there, I get it, right? Tech McKinley, I said that it's better to have an opportunity, prepare for it, than not to have one. So hopefully this guy will be prepared for the opportunity, as well as Antonio Callaway. They are at the bottom of the grounds as it relates to this depth chart. So those boys better continue to find ways to claw back into the NFL race. Shout out to all of the other teams, right? It's a battle, right? We send a playoff picture if the season ends today. This is what we be looking at. Cowboys, we're still in the thick of it, but we can't get comfortable now. Mike McCarthy, I need to see a great game, not a good game or a bad game coached up from you. Right? Defense, everyone have a reason but results are what matter and we need to see some results I'm tired of hearing players saying we playing with anger we playing with frustration the embarrassment of allowing back to back games of 200 yards on the ground seal those gaps up play like your hair is on fire if the Cowboys need a motivator, reach out to Eric Thomas or reach out to Law Thomas. Reach out to me. We need somebody with a voice in there to be ready to run through a brick wall, to climb the highest mountain, right? To conquer. I like what Jim Rohn said. When the end comes for me, let it find me conquering a new mountain. Not sliding down an old one. Well, news flash, Cowboy Nation. This new mountain should be. We're not going to have any turnovers. We're not going to point the finger. You got three pointing back at you. So if a guy runs a dig when he's supposed to run a post, and then you see three defenders, nothing wrong with using those Mississippi State legs, Dak Prescott. When you went and used resources to give Jason Peters on this team, there's not, there's not to be a situation of him riding the bench, put him out there on the field, right? Time out for all of these excuses. News flash, write this down. If you're looking for excuses, you will find it. It'll be at your door with a three-piece suit. Sharp dressing. And no matter how you look for it, excuses will find you if you're looking for it. You got the philosophy and the formula. Run the ball, Cowboy Nation. You're dope. If there's one thing a man should always do is mainly to himself be true. Never allow a man to change your point of view unless what he brings makes sense to you. Never judge a man by sight alone, nor by the height he has grown. And when speaking, keep it at a moderate tone because raised voices turns hearts into stone. 
You see, in the beginning, it was how about them cowboys, Mike McCarthy? The morals of life live love and respect for another. Then there are those who would try to be smart. They would take a decent man to alter his heart, to seek to rip him apart. Those men, no man should call a friend because they bear lies around the truth to meet therein. That's been my time, Cowboy Nation. I really thank you for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Go Cowboys. Road credits are brought to you by my guy 100 Grant. Look at the graphics and the illustration that the man generated for me. Appreciate him. Let's go, Cowboy Nation.